You are now listening to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast presents a conversation about music podcasts. Yes, hello everybody. This is your boy Ken, aka Mr. Gemini with a YPG and the Premier Boy Podcast. Welcome to another new episode of Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast Presents, a conversation about music podcast. Hope all is well. And yes, we are finally back with this the second spin-off show of Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast, a conversation about music podcast is back. And before we do anything, I don't want to take all the all the artists that have been on the show so far. Twin Turbo B, Hazel Eye Rose, Be Wise, Mook Dollars, and Banger Official for, you know, come on a conversation about doing this podcast so far, you know. I, I love this platform because it gets to showcase amazing artists. And yeah, I just say thank y'all for coming to the show so far. So today, you know, we got a new episode of A Conversation About Another Podcast. And this time we're going to do something a little bit different. We got our first conversation discussion episode. And, you know, we got two guests. One of the guests, of course, here, one-fourth of the Premier Boy Podcast. He also my co-host on the Old School Show. We got the star writer ride on the show. Second guest, she's been on the main series. She's been on Date Night Talk. She's been on the Old School Show. And now she is on a conversation about news podcast. We got Ms. Bonna B on the show as well. And we're going to talk about, can, like, this, this, today's discussion is, can white artists sing R&B? So this was an interesting conversation, and I hope y'all enjoy it. So y'all already know what to do. Sit back, relax, and I'll be right back. Hi, this is Marsha, and you're listening to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hello, everybody. This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, and I am the host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. And this commercial break is brought to you by Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. On Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast, we interview many guests about their life journey, pretty much where they come from and where they're at now. Also, promoting their brands or whatever they're doing at the time they come on the show. We also have the host talk about personal stories about himself and everything that he's been through. And also we have fun conversation about anything music, anything old school, relationships, wrestling, and many more. And y'all can tune in to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Pocket every Sundays at 12 a.m. We are also on every Thursdays at 12 a.m. for spin-up semi-Thursdays. Where we have all of Mr. Gentleman Like That Pocket Spinoff series all in one day. Where we have a conversation about music podcasts every first Thursday at 12 a.m. The old school show with myself and the Star Riding Ride every fourth Thursday at 12 a.m. And we have Date Night Talk Podcast with myself 
and Miss Vanna B every second and third Thursday at 12 a.m. And y'all can tune in to Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Our Heart Radio, Amazon Music, Capaz, and many more. Or y'all can check it out on the official website of Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast, www.real. Mr. Gentleman, lightdownpocket.com. www.real Mr. Gentleman, lightdownpocket.com. And tune in every Sundays and Thursdays at 12 a.m. for Mr. Gentleman, lightdownpocket. Thank y'all for tuning in to this commercial break of Mr. Gentleman, lightdownpocket. Back to your regularly scheduled program. Cheer! Hey, this is your girl, Vanna B, and you're kicking it and listening to my boy on Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Yes, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back at the time. Welcome to another new episode of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast presents a conversation about news and podcast. And, you know, this is the first new episode of 2022, the and yeah, and this one we're gonna do a little something a little different. We got the discussion episode where I I got you no know, my my good friends and we're gonna have round table discussion about you know the topic. And today's topic is can white artists sing R and B music? So first we got two we got two guests. We might got more guests later. Who knows? Who knows? We we just never know what 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 happened in the show. First we got you know he is a part of the Premier Boy podcast. He also my co-host on the old school show, we got the bro, the star riding ride in the building. Bro, how you doing, man? Welcome, welcome to the conversation. Yeah, good to have me here, man. Yeah, thanks. Yes, yep, and also, yep. <laughs> also we got a, a special guest. She been on my show. I get a lot of times now. She, this, she actually been the first person who been on the main the gym like the podcast, the old school show. Eight night talking now. She on a conversation about music pocket. We got Miss Bonna B in the building. Bonna, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Just keep going. Just keep speaking about me. I love it here. <laughs> <laughs> but no, what's up, you guys? Hello. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited. Um, just all the above, and so thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And you know, today though. Um, yeah, so so we we about to discuss, you know, can we gonna have a conversation about music? So we, so before we get to anything, we gonna we gonna talk about R and B. So what is R and B? Let's start with that. What is R and B? So which which you know answer would you like? Sir? <laughs> it, don't, it don't it don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. Any answer would do. This is not no right or wrong answer at all for this for this. For the top. Let, let educate the let educate the listeners. I'm gonna let Rod go first. You know that I'm gonna hit you with the one, two, bong bong. So R and B is rhythm and blues. It's soulful music that speaks to your soul when you when you're seeing it, feel it. It's captivating. Once the right person sings the right lyrics with the right tone. That's what I call R&B. Fact, you know, for me, you know, I love R&B music. I I could definitely agree with you know Roddy. You know, rhythm and blues, soul. 
it's, it's many things, you know. I, I love R&B music. Yes. Bada, take it away. You know, here I go with my get-go. So if you've listened to the podcast a couple of times, you know I have to count my facts. So R&B music, as we know, is coined for rhythm and blues. It was first coined in 1948 by music and journalist turned record producer Jerry Willicks. And pretty much it derives from gospel, jazz, folk, traditional blues music that emerged with rock and roll. And so just to kind of go off, I think there was a time where um, back in the way day, especially when we talk about um, Frankie Lyman, for example, I'm going to go all the way back. If you don't watch Why the Fools Fall in Love, you need to watch it. Um, A lot of his music was actually because he was African-American, Frankie Lyman and the teenagers, I want to say was their names. Um, Because they were African-American, a lot of white artists then took their music and used it to kind of gain um, financial gain upon that. So that's actually something that we created. R&B also goes back to as far as when we were um, on plantation singing songs and so on and so forth. So it comes from a lot of things and it definitely inspires a lot of genres that we have in front of us today, whether it's um, pop music, um, it can also be as deep as reggae music, soca music, as far as slave music and, and things of that nature so it's a lot of things but it definitely it's like feel good music it's it, it makes it's feel good for the soul yes yeah that's a good that's a good definition Bono. that's a very good definition yeah and you know all of us here we love rb music so my next question for including myself who is your favorite rb artist of all time give me five anybody can go first the five you yeah. said five, bro? Really five? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you could all time, your favorite, your your favorite of all time, your favorite of all time. Yep. This 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 is no right and wrong answer. This is your opinion. Who your who your favorite? So I feel like you're not truly a real African American black person if your mother did not wake you up in the morning playing R and B music. So for me personally, <laughs> mommy, I love you. Uh, <laughs> it was definitely Anita Baker in my house, mm. and I, and I'm so blessed to the fact that me and actually saw her live in concert because that was on my bucket list. So okay. Anita Baker definitely, Shade, 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 Shade. <laughs> I feel like everyone else is important, but for me personally, I have like a personal connection because it was like I remember the first time I heard Anita Baker and Sweet Love and Shade, um, Taboo and just Sweetest Taboo. Like that's just to me. That, those are my go-to. Um, I can list so many other people, whether it was, I'm kind of going old school, Switch, Earth, Wind, and Fire, the Izzy Brothers. But for me, automatically on my playlist, it's going to be Sade, Anita Baker, and some Maxwell too. But those are my two, like, I love them completely. Nice, nice. Yo, Roddy, who you got? I have Case. I have Donald Jones. Of course. <laughs> I have Joe Thomas. I have Neo. That is how much four? Yeah, that's four. 
And the number number fifth one has to be Whitney Houston. Nice, nice. You know, for me, of course, you know, even though he is, you know, he is the king of pop, I got to put Michael on the list, definitely, you know, off the wall, you know, mm-hmm. thriller, bad, like, the Jackson 5, like, come on, like, that's the, 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 the name of a few. Stevie Wonder. Especially Librarian Girl, who's the shit, too. Oh, my God, Librarian. Li- li- librarian, librarian Girl, Librarian Girl. Yeah, Librarian Girl, you know, Fear My Key, just to name a few, Human Nature. Um, Stevie Wonder. That man, that, that my legend right there, Stevie Wonder. I love his music no matter, like, any, any time. I could, I could go to Stevie Wonder any time of the day. Um, kind of curve, like, Usher. I, I, Usher to my list. Ah, better about Usher. <laughs> Usher. Neo. I had Neo to my list as well. And if I had to pick a fifth one, a fifth one. Mm, I gotta think about this. Um, it would probably. It would, I'm agree with Bono on this one. I'm gonna say I'm Anita Baker. I love Anita Baker doing it, man. So, See, so like, cool. Oh, my God. I just, I just feel like again, like, and I love like all the artists that y'all named. I love them to death. Yeah. But again, for me, it's just like I'm, I'm an old school heart. Like you know, I was one. here, I was here for when Earth Wind and Fire and I did I see Brothers of the Verses. I was like, Ooh. yes, I'm here for uh, it. Oh, I'm oh, here that, for oh, all yeah, of oh, it. Oh, it's also the Isaac Brothers too. That's like a strong six. You I know, so so, it, so like I love me, I love all that, but like again, it's just like it's certain like artists for me that like, I remember hearing like um Barry White. Like it's just certain people for me. I'm like, yes, can it yes, like oh. Can, Oh, oh, and if I had, I had enough, I, I, I'm gonna stop that. I mentioned because so much. I can't. If I had to pick more names, Brandy is also on my list too. I love Brandy music too. That's another person that I gotta add too. Brandy, and uh, you know. <laughs> so um. Well, wait, wait. Did you say? Because honestly, wait. Hold on. I'm gonna get like one day she's gonna hear this. So when I was a child, like I loved Brandy. I got my braids based on Moesha and Brandy, but I would say the way that she demolished. The Nation, the Star Spangled Banner the other day was everything. And if you didn't hear it, then you need to hear it because she. I gotta got, got check it. I gotta check it out. She she killed it in a way. I was like, oh my god! Like I remember, like and we talked like Cinderella. I was like, oh my god! I'm watching her and she killed it. Like her voice is impeccable. So that's it. Nice, nice. So next we got um. What what RB artist? What RB album changed your life? Name three. <laughs> My life? Oh shit! Well, yeah, I like, think. Well, can I say this respectfully? Like, I'm gonna, y'all can let me know if I'm wrong or right. I think that for our age range, because we're all around the same age, Confessions was across yeah. the board one thing. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. I, 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 that actually on my list, actually. Confessions. Actually okay. On my list. Confessions definitely hit differently. It definitely did. Yeah. Confessions definitely on my list. Well, so specifically on since, since I'm here, um, Thriller. Like, oh, Thriller, of course. We had to say Thriller because that album was just, oh, wow. <laughs> that album was just, wow. And, um, most of us are last. I mean, this album didn't change my life. 
but I love this album so much. I'm just gonna say it. Um, Don't be cruel, Bobby Brown. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, Bobby Brown, king of R&B in the '80s. Yeah, Bobby Brown, Don't be cruel. Hmm. That was a tough one for me. I mean, if you can't come on through, you can just name one. You can just name one. Ah, boy. What changed my life? Cause that's a lot of that's a lot of R&B albums, bro. <laughs> Facts. Hard to choose. Can I? I could say Neo in my own words. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. Uh, yeah, I like Neo. Yeah, that was, that was my album too. But also, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I like I said, yeah, Neo. All right, Ivana, they got any, any, any other answers? In my own words, it's his first one, right? That was his first one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> all right, so I'm, we all say confessions across the board. But then I'm also going to go with <laughs> Destiny's Child, The Writings on a Wall. That was definitely different. And then I'm going to go with, I got to go with my girl, um... Brandy, was it Never Say Never? Was that the album? Well, almost doesn't count. Oh, that was a dope one. Oh, that was a dope album. That was a fire album. I would have said Change My Life, but they were, it was just, yeah, those were the, mm hmm, those albums, yes. Also, I gotta say, yeah, The Gentleman, I'm Neil's third album. Wow. Yeah, yeah, cause yeah, cause y'all y'all already know why. I don't have to. I don't have to say. Of course, it. of course, you know why. You no, know I don't have to say it. The, the name, the name, the name itself. You know, <laughs> name itself. There's just so, so many great R&B albums that drop. It it's is. hard for me to choose. It, it is, man. It really is. That, 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 was, a, that was a hard, hard Like, album. I would sit here and talk about Mario and Joe and them all day, but I'll be saying yeah. it all day. Yeah, this, yeah, that was a hard, yeah, I, that, that's a hard question. So what are and then, you- Wait, wait, actually, well, I don't know if it was the album or certain songs, the Boomerang soundtrack, because I think that was one of the first, and I was a young child, so I don't know how wow. I, like, Boomerang is one of my favorite movies, but There You Go by oh, John Gill, and then Love to Be Working my, Home Last Night, Lord God. That, that's my favorite, yo, that Johnny Gill song is my favorite song, yo. Like, woo! <laughs> There you go, you, there you go, there you go, there you go. But yeah, then love should have brought you home last night and the she acapella that shit. I was like, oh my God, I should not be. What is happening? Yeah. Crazy, <laughs> yes. crazy. I, oh, I'm, I have oh. one more, but. Oh, yeah, go say, say, say right y'all, there. Y'all might not like what I say. <laughs> say, 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 say. <sighs> even though, even though everybody banned him. It's I can admit that the um the R album was really mm-hmm. that album kind of has that kind of that album I kind of listen to front to back. I'm not going to uh, be mean, embarrassed. I mean, I mean, if I had to pick an R Kelly album, it, it to me it's always been Chocolate Factory. That album was just for me, man. I love that album. You still got to get this man's credit. You, you do. Course, 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 you definitely man, do. And honestly, and I feel like, and I and I agree, and I've seen Kells perform live before, thankfully. And I was, <laughs> Matt, wait, hold on, wait, wait, hold on, let me go back. 
not thankfully, <laughs> but I've seen him perform live, and I, we can't erase what R. Kelly did. And I said it before, like what he did for the music and the culture. We can't take that away from him. We can't yeah, do we that. Just, we just, we just, no, we definitely can't. We can't. We can't. But, you know, um, she got but, that vibe, like all the. She above, got like, that vibe. Oh. Yeah, 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 that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Okay, now. But CP3 was actually has had a lot of singles. Yeah, yeah, it did yeah, it did. The album um, wasn't that great, but the singles was. Popular. Oh, let's go on. <laughs> yeah. So next question we got is, what is your favorite R&B song right now that you're listening to? That you listen to, it could be old or new. Like, like what, what is in your like, what, what song that you got on repeat right now? It could be a new song, it could be an old song for RB. Like, what you got playing right now? You did not give me these questions before we started doing this. Cause I did, I, I, did you, did you, you send me question. all these? Are you sure? Yeah, yes, Hold on. Okay. Yes, no, you didn't. No, okay. Mm, I'm looking at it right now, sir. Okay, because thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what song? So, what song are you playing right now? What song are you playing right now? On your speaker, on, on your headphone, like right now. It could be an old song or a new school. Monzo Jordan, when I get home tonight. He talking. He talking. Yeah, I said Monzo Jordan when I get home tonight. Vanna. Vanna, you there? I uh, no, I'm here. Like, cause I have a ooh, okay. I want to say <laughs> I have a couple. So I want to go with the song that I put on if I'm coming home or I feel a type of way and I apologize in advance. Might be Rocket by Beyonce. Okay. 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 Well, you know, sisters, I'm on. Since I'm doing, you know, a little bit of Janet Jackson High a little bit. Um. I've been listening to the whole Control album, you know. So I've been I've been on Janet Jackson High, the Control. Um, what what have you done for me lately? Yeah, I'm I'm on Janet Jackson. That's, that was in my um in my um headphones right now, you know, Janet Jackson. Who is who is also a legend, you know, by the way. Of course. So what is the current state of RB right now? Like what do you feel is the current state of RB right now? Like how you feel about it? I believe that is hanging about thread. Like we have a few songs here and there, but it'll never get back to the complex um, state. Like lately, you won't people people will more drop like straight albums, and because it's the certain person. The album would do good and that's it. Like how Summer Walk came out a few months back and her whole album was just phenomenal. She crushed it, you know. So that's like the state of R and B. Like people are just dropping full length albums and not truly bringing out singles. It's, it's in other places too, but that's like where where, where we are right now for most part. I mean, with uh, the exception of some people who are bringing out singles every here and there, but you know, it's not a lot of people. Um, I'm I'm gonna say the opposite. I feel like people oh, really? bringing out, I feel like people bringing out more songs, more singles, but not the album. Like if you had if you had the for example for one person for example, Scissor, 
she had been putting out singles after single, but we still oh, had wow. like, an album from her for like almost two years. And but remember, yeah. I remember, um, Tiana Taylor put out a whole album last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, there was I, no singles yeah. from that. I know, oh, she, she, only had, she, she only had like she only had like two singles. One of them was originally a Kanye song, but Kanye, but she took. I guess Kanye gave her put it to her single that when she added Lauryn Hill to it, and then oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, and then with the other single with her and her husband. But I feel like that her album didn't get too much promotion though, you know. But, but in terms, people still people still check for it and was still streaming it. Yeah, yeah, of course. But in terms for me, when it comes to R and B today, I feel like R and B is trying to get back to what it is, but it will never be the way it was. It never will be. Yeah, but we, I mean, we do got we got artists holding. I feel like her is like the one of the biggest R and B artists holding down right now. I have to say, her is like one of the biggest R and B artists to hold, hold it down right now, in my opinion. More successful because you still got these guys like Gideon and um, oh Gideon, yeah, Gideon's out there, um, Scissors out there, Black and all these other guys, Black, Black Queen, Queen Nala, um, Daniel Caesar, yeah, Damon, Damon, yeah, Damon Caesar, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of times, there's a lot of times there are out there, a lot of times there are. They're not getting their shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like they're not getting the shot. One, how artists in the nineties and two thousand, but I say that. It's extremely a struggle to get on top of the billboard. So I I definitely feel like that um, social media is a gift and a a curse. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Because I do feel like back in the day in the 90s, especially for me, so I'm going to date date myself. The first time that I heard and saw Trey songs, I was in college. It happened to be at VSU, shout out to Virginia Tech University, Trojans, here we go. Um, they're both from Virginia. But either way, like that's when um, Facebook was just jumping off. But however, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like word of mouth that you heard about their songs, you heard about they were going to be somewhere, and you, it was like word of mouth. And social media, again, is an amazing platform. But I feel like back in the day, for us, like you had to really run, not run after people, but you really had to like figure out like when shit was, like stuff was dropping. Like, I remember buying. How do we not mention Aaliyah and all this though? But oh, I remember, I remember buying Aaliyah's one in a million CD. I remember like saving my little money up, and this is when we had Ride On magazine. I think it was Ride On and Word Up. I want to say yeah, 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 it was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, those it was, two. We had those. We definitely had those with B2K and all that. And I remember, but I it's. And even beyond, I hate like I'm a beehive person, but even she said it like everything happened so quick. Like you drop one single, boom, you got a single. Nobody actually releases albums anymore. Yeah. When you think about it, they do, but it's not like it's not how it was so curated back that in the I'm day. That, that but honestly, that's what I'm saying. But, but honestly, it, mm-hmm. I would say that it also depends on who the person is is as well that draws the album when it drops because um there's beyonce when she drop an album she don't have to put out singles and that's it but but then i also feel like i think you brought up tiana taylor i kind of feel like if tiana taylor let's say social media did not exist and if we were just based on the 90s shit or how we got music it would be different for her 
It would be so different. She would be like, she's amazing and she's huge and she's, yeah. I, I love her. Yes, I, but I feel like, But I do feel like it would be different for her because I feel like when we were, again, when we were younger, not that people had to fight for the charts per se, but there wasn't like social media and there was no Twitter, there was no Instagram, there was a TikTok, there was this, it was that. It was, it was based on the artist and the person. True, yeah, that's true. And that's even like Jasmine Sullivan, mm, or yeah. the case, no case may be like she's a beast. We all know she's a beast. We all know she can fucking blow and and do whatever, but it's not the same anymore because social media has intervened on what we demean, like who's popular and who's not. Exactly. They are exactly. great artists, but it doesn't measure up. So it's just kind of weird for me. It's no, crazy. I, I agree. It's crazy how a lot of our old school people bring out albums and we never ever hear about it. Yeah, cause they they do things independent now. They're not they're not part of like a major regular. So we're not gonna hear much about you know our our classic legends because they they doing their own thing. So you know they want the independent scene and we ne- we ain't gonna hear much about it until like sometime a little later. Like Tyrese, for example, he, he came up with the Black Rose album. That album was strictly independent, but it was an amazing R&B album. Have y'all heard that album? Okay, have y'all heard that album? The Black Rose album, Tyrese. No, I haven't. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's an independent album, and nobody knew that he put out an amazing album. It was independent. And that's the issue. I feel like people need to pay attention to more independent than ma- the- major. But, but then the- also by the same token, I feel like I right now, I'm sorry, I didn't even cut you off, boo. But I also <laughs> feel like in the moment, and I, again, because I work in a high school, when we were younger or around the same age range, like it was being, I don't want to say soft, but talking about your lady and being in love was the thing. That was okay. That was that was fine. That was whatever. Like that's my queen. That's my thing. That's my brown sugar babe. Like she was all the above. (laughs) But now is she my down bitch? She my rock bitch. She Uh, my that bitch. And 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 that's your thing. And I'm not gonna knock anybody for that. But it's just, it's two different type of lives that we're living. Like that's their thing. It's my down bitch. My down. Bitch, and I'm a bitch. I'm a ride for my nigga. I'm a die for yeah. my nigga. And that's yeah. your thing, queen. And that's, but that's, that's just how we are now. It's different. Also, <laughs> it's also, different. also before Roddy said some, something else, there's a lot more heartbreaking songs than ever than love songs. That's another thing that I want to put out there. There's a lot more heartbreaking songs and stuff like that, you know? Hmm. I feel like, I feel like it's, I feel like it's, I feel like it's, it's heartbreaking i feel like a lot of times especially now dudes are kind of hiding behind a facade of i gotta be a hard-ass dude a hard-ass because if i love my if i love my lady and i'm treating her the way that it needs to be treated then it's not respectable like even g herbo so for example he comes to my mind because you're g herbo you're engaged to Tyena is her name. I want to say it's her name. Who is the stepdaughter of Fabulous? Who is the, uh, wow. in the, that whole situation? So, 
So yeah, so G Herbo, so G Herbo's engaged to Taina, whose mother is Emily, who's the wife of Fabulous, and Fabulous is his stepdaughter. Well, Fabulous is her stepfather, but whatever. So it's a whole situation. So I just kind of feel like it's it's just different. But even when when for again, this is how we know that we're old school. Even when Jay Z speaks about Beyonce, he talks about her like he'll he's very like. Rappers are clever when they talk about their their ladies. Like they'll use certain into which into when uh, I can't say the word right now, y'all. I'm sorry, but they'll <laughs> say it in a certain way that you're like you're you're not disrespectful, but you're also respecting your queen who's the mother of your children, and you get it. But I think now the thing is for now with R&B and with rapping is like she's my down bitch I'm gonna hold her down bitch she gonna be there I'm sorry Ken but that's what it is that's this yeah. is where we are yeah, and then we have and then we have women and there's nothing wrong with standing by your man but then we have the females who are like yeah that's my nigga I'm his bitch I'm gonna ride and die I'm gonna fuck his beats or whatever I'm gonna pop like pussy popping yeah that's what I do but that's not what no sis no like you can do that like if you want to as you should love your man behind closed doors and there's nothing wrong with being being sexually fluid but being a bitch and a hoe and all this all the time it's not okay for me it's just that's the whole of the conversation but here we go <laughs> yeah Roddy you got anything else to say about the topic I don't know nothing else at the moment <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say I really do there you go. Yeah, I'm mess the, him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you kind of went there. You went there. You went there. Like, but now, now it's time for the main topic. The main topic about you know about this episode. So, so here my question to y'all: Can white or can white artists sing R&B? Well, anybody can go first on this. Can Eminem rap hip hop? Mm. Or rap? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, so I will say the following. I feel like I I do feel once upon a time, it was a whole stigma, per se. It was a whole thing like, well, you're white, you shouldn't do this. And there was a point in the time, again, when I mentioned Frankie Lyman, where our culture was robbed from us. But I do feel like we're in a better place where we kind of all sample from each other and when I say that like even when it comes from Afro beats reggae soca reggae song we all sample from each other pop music R&B music blues music gospel music there's so many influences in 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 that so I do feel like we shouldn't excuse me not say that they shouldn't sing R&B music but if you are going to sing R&B music and, and that's your thing also be on a platform when, sh- when things are going down and, and there's injustices going down and black people, black people being killed and, and things are happening then use that same platform I have no because I feel like we're all influenced with, with the same things but if that's the case use your white privilege which is a thing to do the right thing and that's that I agree. I agree. Well, I feel. What about you, Roddy? White people can make R&B music, but for me, I feel like they're 
able to do more with it because of who they are and because of the audience they can reach. And in a way, it's fair, but it's not not fair to me. So yeah, yeah, that's how I, feel. I, I agree with you because a lot of people get up, you know, you're right. You're like white people when they do art, when they sing art, when they sing R&B music, people listen. But it's a, say a black person want to go to pop, it's a, it's a big issue because they would say that they sold out or this and that, you know. For example, like Usher, he made a pop album a couple years ago. And Neo, Neo too, they both made a pop album and they made a big thing about that. A lot of people did not like it because they, they went that route and stuff like that. And but I, I kind of feel like it's different because again we had people like Craig David. Craig David came from London, a yeah. black man, but he was also influenced between pop and R and B. When you listen to his music, and there was another guy, Jamaraquai. He had a crazy ass video back in the day, and things of that nature. But like again, that's like saying, but it's like it speaks on the fact that as African Americans or the black culture, however you want to say it. We influence so many people. Yeah. And that's like saying, if that's the case, then that's like saying, y'all, Eminem should not be doing hip hop or, or in rap. And we can't, we cannot, like, he's one of the greatest. Like, he's yeah. probably top 20, top 10. We can't say that, though. Yeah, so I do, right. so I do feel like, you know what, if you're going to sample our music, then, and, and I feel like there are people Justin had to give his earn back because we were over him with after, um, Janet Jackson, but I do feel like a lot of the people that do sample our music have given odes to where it where it came from because we influence everybody. We are the culture. We are magic. We are beautiful. We're popping. Yes, definitely, definitely. And you know, and I go, I love you no know, white artists that sing R because we got to we got to list here of these amazing artists that that did that. And so, and I love the topic. I love that we, we decided to do the topic to you. Shout out to Roddy. And um, yeah, and you know, and I'm glad that we had to come to you on this show. So let's do it. So we go, we go name. I'm gonna, I'm gonna name some artists and we're going to talk about them. So we're gonna start off with Bobby Caswell. So what y'all have to say about Bobby Caswell? That's not what you would do for love, right? Is that him? What you yeah. want to <laughs> That is him, right? Do for love. love. You had everything. Yep, that's him. Yep, that's him. Well, I don't know a lot about him, but you know I'm about to Google it, so let me go back on you. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start this. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna start. So um, Bobby Caswell, I ain't gonna hold you. When I first heard him, I thought he was black. Like this dude have a black voice, yo. Like for real, for real. And as I was younger, I keep hearing this song. I always thought it was a black artist. So as I got older, I found out he was a black artist. He was a white guy. I was like, oh, wow. His voice sounds amazing, you know. And and the fact right. that, you know, that, you know it, sounds, it sounds amazing. And um, the thing is, I, I decided to look to look more into his music. Because I thought maybe, maybe he just seemed like that on that one song. But no, he seemed like that on every song. He, sounded, he got that black voice on every song. You know, and I was like, wow. So, just so you know, he was actually born in New York, in New York, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, New York is a melting pot for everybody, so it, it, it makes sense. It's not a defense, but he was, yeah, he was raised in New York. Um, what part of New York? It does not say. 
Um, he definitely, it doesn't, it doesn't stay what we're, we're part of New York, but he was definitely born in New York and raised in New York. So yeah. that make that makes a little sense, you know, why he got the little flavor, you know, sazon, you know. Yeah, yeah, he was influenced by Latin, reggae, and R&B. Wow. You know, he grew up listening to Frank Sinatra, Edwin Frederick. And I probably said that wrong, but and Frank Sinatra is from where, Ken? New York. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, and uh, he grew up. He had a band growing up. Um, yeah. So I know. But, and um, and yeah. then also, Ken, like, and could you say Frank Sinatra? Yeah. Because we also sample from certain people. So when you say him, Frank Sinatra, Jay Z, the New York song, yeah. New York, New York. Hope took that from Frank Sinatra, so it's like we yeah, kind of yeah. just piggyback over each other, you know. When you're from New York, it's different. Now that's true. So you know, he just, of course he had the song "What You Do for Love," which, "What You Won't Do for Love," you know, which, which became a top ten hit in the seventies. Also, it was on um, number six in the R&B. I know it was number six. Yeah, so number six in the R&B charts. Wow. And number and number ten in the Copper Murray charts. Later, I know um, Tupac sampled one of his songs. I think was that. I think was that. Yeah, he sampled that song. I think Tupac sampled that song. I think he that sampled is. in the LBC, Mr. Warren G. Because if you actually go on TikTok yeah. now, there's TikTok with this two white girls actually singing the Warren G. part, and there's another man singing his part. So yes. Oh God. So Warren G. Yeah. So yeah, it's a sample. Oh, oh, oh boy. Um. But it's crazy because this he is do, doing his thing to this day to do making music, do performing live and stuff like that. He's do active, so yeah, man. He he is doing amazing thing. Body, do you got anything to say about him? Not about him. I don't know right. much about him. Alright, next we got Mike Michael McDonald, man. How y'all feel about Michael McDonald? Michael McDonald. Alright, hold on one second. You know I'm gonna come through with some stuff. Hold on. <laughs> he, he has some great well, He actually, I feel like I have this song on my phone, but I also want to just confirm something. So, um, actually, one of his biggest influences was um, Valerie Simpson, who was a part of the amazing Ashford and Simpson. So he was also influenced on that and his and his R and B roots. Um, give me a second again. But his song that we all know it. Um, while Vanna while Vanna looks for that information, I'm I'm gonna talk about a little bit about Mr. Michael McDonald. So um, no, he was in a group called the Dewey Brothers, which one of the songs was influenced by Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, but he didn't want to be credit for the song. Yeah, I remember um, that. Yeah, also he had a song called What What A Fool Believes, Minute by Minute, and Taking and Taking It to the Streets. So he, I need to correct myself. So I actually messed up. So <laughs> I keep forgetting the song that, that was referencing to before um with um Nate Dogg and Warren G was actually his song. Yeah, but you what yeah, yeah. you won't do for love was the previous <laughs> artist that we spoke about. So I do apologize yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two yeah, Tupac sampled that song. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, the song yeah, the song that Nate Dogg sampled 
Well, keep I keep forgetting it every time I you near. It was that song, yeah. The 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 one with G song. No, the no the song. I wish I had like my computer next to me, but. I went, uh, 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 and the LBC. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the original song yeah, from Chicago was, I keep forgetting, I keep forgetting every time you're near. Yeah. Yeah, what you want to do for love. So that was different, yeah. No, that's different. Yeah, that, no, that, no, no, that's not different. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was Tupac. Tupac said for that one. Okay, yeah. I'm just, I'm just correcting my sources. No, 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 But also, Michael McDonald, he also did a song with, with James Ingram, Patti LaBelle. Don't forget the legendary song, The Secret Garden. Oh, yeah. Was he on that? Was he really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, hold yeah. on. Wait, wait, wait. That's my point. That's my point. Like, that's my, like, woo. If I get this wrong, I, I would do a public apology about getting my information wrong. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We're gonna figure this out. We are gonna figure this out. So and it's in my and I'm looking at it right now. So the Secret Garden, he was not in that song, hon. Oh, sure. He definitely, oh, sure. he, he definitely oh, was not in oh, that song at all. Oh, the song, oh, the song, oh, wow. the song had, and I'm and I'm like, that's my joke. Like, I, I listen, I know that song okay. when I hear it. So it was Quincy, Quincy Jones, which you all know. You yeah, know yeah, his, yeah. Daughter, his daughter was also in the office, figuring out who she was. Um, then we had Albie Shore, who is um, P. Diddy's extra baby father, daddy, whatever. We had James Ingram. We had Mr. Um, the Sir from Elder Barge. And then Barry White. But no, he was not in that song at all. No. I, I, and I know that from what I hear it. <laughs> Oh, well, I, I, well, I had, to, I had to make a public apology. I got my information wrong. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. Oh, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm bugging right now. 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 I'm bugging right for you if I got anything else to say. No. Not on this week. So come on. Nah, you messed up already. That's the next topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Next week, Tia, Tia, Tia Marie. How y'all feel about Tia Marie? Tina Marie. Tia Tia Marie. Marie. Yeah. It's Tina Marie. Yeah. I love her. Like, she, honestly, between her and Rick James, and I wish in my life I could have been blessed to see either them live or to meet Rick James. But again, she was Portuguese, Italian, Ireland. She was mixed, but she was also raised in a predominantly African-American community. Um, she met Rick James and magic happened. And I, I never had an issue with her not like singing R&B songs. Mm. I felt like she had soul. She definitely had soul. Fire and Desire. You play it right yeah, now. Yeah. That is the Shiznick. 
and that's that. Like you can't talk about her. Like, mm-mm. yeah, she had an amazing voice. I mean, I didn't, I didn't look too much of her, but I, the song that I did her from her, she do have an amazing voice. She got um, yeah, man. Recipe to um, Tia Marie. What about you, Roddy? How you feel about her? Tina Marie was good, man. She had a she had some joints out there. She um she did that ooh la 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 song. She did a couple stuff with Rick James. Like yeah. I also heard that she also did some some rapping too. Oh wow, really? If you listen yeah. to Squarebiz, she actually does rap on Squarebiz. She does. She yeah, she's really good. She was really good with her tongue and the way that she rap yes so like somebody somebody told me about that in conversation and then that's when i first wrote that out a few years ago when it was saying that um lauren was the first one to do the singing rapping thing and then they said mm. no it was tina marie oh wow that's so dope. it was crazy she had talent she was dope but I'm glad that she did. She was she was around and she gave us what we needed in this country. I agree. I agree. But, o- but also, y'all realize there was an episode of Martin where Gina yeah. and oh, yeah, Martin yeah, yeah. sang "Fire and Desire" with each other. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Classic. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. But yeah, and she was definitely like you know, square bitch. She definitely rapped on it. So yes. So so let's talk about her charts real quick. So so her number one song it must be magic when number two on the R and B album charts at the time it became her first gold record. Square Bed went to number three as R and B single. And um, let's see we'll see what else. And um, a prophecy I think it's called prophecy love with with uh, uncredited cameo by Rick James was fifty four on the R and B charts. So yeah, oh, man. Wow. Yeah, just to name a few so far, you know, amazing talent, man. Recipe. She was dope. You know, yeah, she was dope. She was dope. So now, now we we, we going into the nineties. Now, you know, we going into the nineties of things, and we got Mariah Carey. Let's talk about Mariah Carey. Which, which, whew, amazing talent right there. Who want to go first on this one, Mariah Carey? We we kind of proven that our you know white people can't sing RB, so let's let's maybe we educate y'all quick. I do I do try to recover though. I do try to recover, but yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Mariah Carey, y'all. Mariah Carey, I'll have some things to say. Mm. She was blowing from the jump, like it, her first album. She was really hot and hitting those number ones. Yep, like nobody can. The can hold the note, can do the do the voice like her. Like if she stopped today or, or something, they will never. I don't think there'll ever be somebody who can match what she did. There'll never be another Mariah. I believe that people will come close, but there won't be somebody like her. Possibly not in this lifetime. If you know, if she just stopped all of a sudden, it's. It was, it was really impressive to see all the things she did for the culture and how she she can come back every Christmas and still take the reins with that Christmas song. Shoot, I mean, we already know, Roddy. We we had we we did this episode on the Billboard Trust '90s episode. And yeah, Mariah that's fine. Carey, and Mariah Carey was the queen of the '90s. Literally, 
Every year, literally, 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 literally almost every year, like 1990, I didn't know three. Wow. Yeah, three years old. She was she's mixed. You know, she had a black father, and uh. You know, I was waiting for it because I was saying here like yeah, I do know that she's actually Afro Latina. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I'm like, we can't like uh, you can yes, you can put her in that box, but I feel like people don't understand like she is also of Afro descent. So it's like you know, but I'm gonna let you continue. I'm gonna jump in later. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's it. Uh, you can jump in now, actually, you know. Uh, that's, the, that's the information I wanted. You, you said it for me. Do your thing, Vana. <laughs> yeah, I've never, so, I, like, I've never had an issue with her because, well, I don't see people for color when it comes to music. I feel like music is also across everyone because I love Latino music, Spanish music. I love Mark Anthony, Aventura. Um, Alan Cave, like I listen to everything, so I don't really like kind of categorize music based on what your culture is or what color you are. But again, Mariah Carey, she's mixed and she's also raising mixed kids with Nick Cannon. So, but yeah, so she's definitely an Afro, I want to say a Latina. Um, she's biracial, so I've but again, I've never like, like, oh, you can't sing that song because you're white or you're not fully black or nothing. She can blow, she can blow, she can blow. There you go. Uh, <laughs> now, nah, Mariah got talent. Mm-hmm. We talk about Mariah, one of the biggest female artists ever. Like, she secured the bag because every Christmas at October 31st, she's about to deforest and she's gonna get that bag. <laughs> So, that's uh, true. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm not the big, I'm not the biggest on the Christmas stuff, but yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. But before we move on, that, I, I'm, I'm asking this question why not. Versus Mariah, what, what do you think we should get? What we can we do with versus and Mariah? Is it is it music? No, we can bring the topic up from Mariah. Why not? Why not? I want to hear. I want to hear Bonham more than anything, you know, because I, I feel like me and Riley, we spoke about this many times. I want to hear Bonham. Like if, 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 me, who can who can see Mariah Carey? Who 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 would you put her in the person? Who can go against her? Uh, yeah, who who would you put her in the person? The person that I feel like that could see Mariah Carey is no longer here, and that's Quinta Period, and we won't do that. Yeah, I know, I know, I know Whitney. That's Whitney the only person. Like, if you had to, if I had to think about it off the top, because even when that person was here, sorry, I like it's like she's she's. You because even when they did the song, um, what movie was it? The um, uh, Prince of Egypt. Prince of Egypt. People were all, always putting them against each other, but it was no beef. Yeah. But honestly, if we had to be transparent, if we had to like, that's the only person I could see where I can. I, I agree. There's nobody else in this world that could see Mariah Carey besides Whitney Houston. Ah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But then, can I can I ask a question? Like, I know it's not one of the docket, but I'm gonna ask a question. How do y'all feel about? Because it kind of bugs me out and it freaks me out. And I'm I don't know if y'all saw it. The fact that there is the holograms, um, hologram concert, 
in Vegas with with Houston. I, I heard something like that. But I didn't know much about it. I heard something like that. But I didn't hear hear much about it though. Not too much. Not too much info. Okay. I heard, I heard very little, but that does sound crazy. I ain't gonna hold you. It's 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 very scary to look at. So Man. I was like, this how you just okay. Me, I feel like I feel like they're doing it only for a money grab. That's how I feel about it. But but, like, but I feel like oh my bad, right? Because it's like you know, I know that the I know that the person's not here. You want to do a hologram? Why not just have a good DJ play their joints, or I mean, have somebody? Nah, that's what they do, and that's what they do in all. And, and awards, so I ain't gonna say that. Like, have somebody else do it. Uh, but I don't know. The way I feel about that is like, I just feel like it's a money grab. They're doing it to secure the bag, even though the person not here. They did have a, um, I heard they did have a Tupac hologram. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just about to mention that. Uh, that was, that was, was years ago. That was at least. T- Maybe ten years ago, and it, it kind of made. But I remember when they talked about it. Yeah. They. It was like uh, one of the. I'm a, you know, I'm gonna look it up. But it was like one of the It was like one and done, and it happened. And we were all like, "Oh my god, it's amazing!" But I feel like for you to kind of market her being passed and like consistently yeah, yeah. every night she's having shows with a hologram. It's like that's just not okay for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That kind of. Yeah, that kind of crazy. I heard they would think about doing that with Michael too. I heard too. Wow, it's true. It's just, is that crazy though? That is crazy. So before we move but on. But now, if they, now let me ask y'all this. We kind of have a lot of people that passed away recently um, within, you know, five to six years that were artists. Yeah. And labels want to still monetize their names. Like, if we're saying that's like saying it's okay for them to put um, XX Testacion or Juice World as a hologram just for their label to keep their their music going, I'm not even okay with that. Yeah, no, because I remember when Pop Smoke passed, and I think it was either a couple days or a week after. It was either London or somebody. They happened to have a hologram of him doing the dance and singing. I was like, "That's not okay." Like, how do you? How are you okay with that? Yeah, like, I don't. Crazy. Like, I don't understand how that's okay. And like, even when this is like what's different. Different, excuse me, y'all, between our generation and the other generation. When Aaliyah passed, Aaliyah passed. He didn't hologram her. It it was what it was. When Left Eye passed let that pass it was no hologram yeah. like, if you do that now i'm like no i can't i can't see that yeah, so it's yeah. like when do we kind of have that boundary of respecting a person their family when they pass away like i understand like like the tupac thing was different it happened it was amazing for that 20 seconds or how long it was i don't remember yeah. but for y'all to really sit here like oh we're gonna make her a whole concert it's like no, that's like seeing B.I.G. as a hologram. Like, I don't want to see that. I don't want his kids to see that because it, it gives you like that that false hope of like they're there but they're not there. It's like no, it's okay. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think I don't think Pac had kids. I could be wrong, but I don't think he had kids. Yeah, 
I don't think so. I don't even remember if he did or not. I never heard about him having kids. Exactly. So for like Whitney is okay. So Whitney's mom is still alive. Yeah. Unfortunately, her daughter passed. You uh, still have Bobby. Then, but Bobby's kids do Whitney. It's just too. It's too. It's triggering. It's like, why would yeah. you want to even do I that? And like, and of course, Bob Bobby would take. Bobby taking it the wrong way because they all feel like disrespect to him as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but like, like, I get back on track, y'all. I get back on track. So for for me to move on, I'm gonna name some of Mariah biggest hits. You know, she had "Hero" with "Without You," "All I Want for Christmas," "Fancy," "Always Be My Baby," "One Sweet Day," and "We Belong Together." Yeah, she had many more, but just to name a few, she had many hits. So we're gonna move on. Next we got John B. I know Roddy, go take this one. I know we're gonna go first on this one. John B. John B. So it's like when he first got signed, they just hooked him up with the right. They hooked him up with all the good R&B producers. They was having. Tim and Bob and uh, Babyface and all these people. When I tell you this man could blow, this man could blow. Like I was watching his unsung, and it's crazy because he would be singing randomly, and he'll be in the other rooms and what, and people wouldn't know that it's a white guy and all of that stuff. That's true, yeah, that's true. That's true, yeah. I watched the unsung too, yeah. And then there was like, wow, you sing so good. You sing, you sing like a black guy. That's what people were saying every time he went somewhere. So yeah. he was deemed and I'm saying this based on I'm I'm saying this based on the unsung that he was an unofficial black guy that could sing because mm -hmm. when you listen to his hits, they don't know it's his biggest hit. Yeah. If you never seen John B. Video, would you think that's a white guy? That's just like how it was when I when when I when I was listening to Bobby Castro. I didn't know he was a white guy until I saw that video. I'm like, oh, tonight he's a white guy. And then it's like he he does it so well that you just can't hate on him for saying R and B at all, man. Like that's what I gotta say about that. Nah, that's true. And John B. Early influence, early influence in music was Marvin Gaye, oh Michael Jackson, wow, Babyface, Prince, and Sade. Pretty much all, pretty much all the legends, basically. Like. All and the, the fact that he got to work with Babyface on that song is, was amazing. Yeah. Oh, what you about to say? I got some more things too. But what do you got to say, on Bono? But I guess my question is: Are we mad the fact that he was influenced, or like again, do we feel like he shouldn't be singing it because? No, 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 no. Here's no. the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, mm -hmm. like some of these, some of these artists that you know, some of these white artists that sing R and B. We, we we actually happy they just sing on because they fit the culture, and it's some it's, and it's some we feel like we, we, they don't should not be singing it because some cause some some they you know do it for the they, they do it for the culture you know but John B but 
Okay, so I guess guess my question is, who are the ones that don't do it for the culture then? Because again, (laughs) we we know that no, because we do know that there are there are like like so me so the three of us had a conversation offline that we know that our excellence as black people, African Americans, we're popping, we're this, we're that. We 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 are the culture. We know that. So then who are the people that we feel like, like, nah, sis, don't make the mac and cheese because you're going to put the raisins in it. We don't want that. So who are those people then? Because we know there's certain people that can sing the hell, and I want to say another word, out of certain songs. But who are the ones we like, nah, sis, you good, just sit on a pube, just, you know, just be cool cake. Mm-mm. Yeah, I remember you know? when uh, Jesse McCartney, McCartney came out with the I'm Leaving song in, in that album. Well, that's pop music. That's uh, that was pop. It wasn't meant to be R and B though. Well, he was. He was. I think. I, I think I, the I, thing I, is. I, I, I get. I get it right. Trying to you let me like, finish what I was gonna say. This. Oh, oh, okay, okay, I got it. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, big chest tonight. Okay. Oh, oh, oh he must be getting the hostess. He must be getting the hostess. Yeah. So with. What I was gonna say, because I really thought about this when this when I was thinking about this conversation. Mm-hmm. These guys, when they come out, whether it's their first or their second album, the team gathered them with R&B or hip hop producers, or they um, put a rapper on their track. You could also say that with um, Nick Jonas. Yeah, he. I don't know. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but it was kind of dope. But I feel like they. I'm gonna rebuttal you in a second, but go ahead. Yeah, go I feel ahead. like they feel like some. I feel like they um pushed it too hard when it came to him and um Jesse McCartney and um. But it worked for um. Well, Sean Mendes kind of pop, but he he's just singing good. So. Okay. So I would say the following. So I'm gonna back up a little bit. So for me is when nineties like boy bands happening, for me it was like Bashy Boys in sync. It was like you love Justin Timberlake, JC Kravaz, you love Nick Carter or Asian, but like that was whatever. But there was a transition that happened to make them more, I don't know what the word is, and someone can kind of fill us in. But when NSYNC did Girlfriends with Nelly, oh, 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 that's oh, when oh, Nelly. We want to get to that anyway. Oh, should I? We want to get to that anyway. Yeah, yeah, same, 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 We get to that anyway. We want to get to the Justin anyway. Save that. Save it. Save it. Save it. Save it. Save it. Save it. Come on. We want to talk about that because I was going to say the same exact thing. Save, 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 save it. I know exactly. I know. I get. I get. I get why you want to talk about that. But I, I will say the following. So I will say, as someone that I love the Bashy Boys, I will bump them. And people, when I bump them, they're like, "Oh my god!" And it's kind of it's crazy for me because when I bump certain music in my office, and they're like, "Oh my god, you like Bashy Boys?" I'm like, "Cause I'm black. Yeah. Like I can't listen to certain music. Like it's yeah, kind of yeah. weird." Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but I will say it's like no. But I also remember there was no time. That I can remember, and now that I think about it, the Backstreet Boys ever doing a song with someone of color. I don't remember that either, actually. In sync, 
and no, I don't, it's no whatever. I don't and know. think they they made sure they did something with a Latino. What Latino? I, I know, I know. Yeah, that's thinking. Yeah, I know it's thinking. No, they did Gloria. No, they yeah. did Gloria Stefan. Music of your heart. They they definitely made sure. So whoever was whoever, they did the right thing. But the Bashy Boys did not. However, they did market off of people like girls who liked whatever. But we can go there later. We can go there whenever you're ready. We can talk about it yeah, later. Yeah, when we get to Justin, we definitely gonna talk about um talk about that. Yeah, bro. Uh, but um, back to back to um. Hold on, right? Did you have something to say? About no, we can move on for that. No, but no, um, John B. Um, it's more about John B. He also, nah, I got enough to say about John B. No, I, no, I do, I do, I do, I do. Before, before before we move on, John B. He actually wrote artists. He wrote for artists as well before. He came out with his album. And that was like a, a big thing too. He wrote for um At the Seven. He wrote for Tony Braxton. He wrote for Michael Jackson. He wrote for Color Me Bad. He also wrote for Spice Girls and others. So John B was a big deal for the coach. He helped out a lot. Yeah, he came out with an amazing album. He worked with Tupac in one of the songs as well. Do a talented man. And he do act to this day as well. He do make coming out with music. He do kill it to this day. Next we got Christina Aguilera. Come on over. How you feel about Christina? She, she's asked a Latina, so it's like you want to have that conversation. Like I'm like, how you I mean, we, I mean, I mean, we do gotta have the conversation because she was a, she was another artist who 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 is a pop artist who went, who tried to. Translate to R&B as well at one point. So yeah, we could talk about that. I don't think that she translated. I feel like she was raised of what she known, um, and because of her influences. And she, again, as Black people, African Americans, she was influenced by the culture. So again, as an Af- well, Latina, and again, Latino music, it's all to me. It's like it's all wrapped in the same. Like we can't just like nitpick or whatever. Like. She was raised in the culture. I don't know how that even makes sense or who doesn't make sense. Mm, okay, okay, somebody, somebody get a little spicy. Okay, they get a little spicy. Now, how you feel about this, Roddy? Man, Christina Aguilera voice is so excellent, so fantastic. Um, the fact that she's being Afro Latina, good too. But they also, like, I'm starting to realize that with these artists, the team behind them make the sound and make the lyrics. So, like, they, like, with Christina Aguilera, she did team up with um, rappers like Redman and whatnot and, and, and did um, hip-hop remixes. So even though she was pop, she wasn't too far off with it, you know. And I started to see, just like y'all was mentioning earlier, a trend of like how like pop pop music, like hip hop artists jumping on pop songs or hip hop producers producing um, pop artists. So like she definitely was in the whirlwind of that at one point too. Yeah, and um, I like I said, I, I enjoy Christina Aguilera. You know, she is a talented artist. Um, she did work with um, many hip hop artists, especially on her out when she turned twenty one, which was a strip. 
but she had that song "Dirty" with Redman. She had a song with um Little Kim on um I can't hold me can't hold you can't hold you down. With became the top ten head mini country. Now I like Kutina Alert. She always she always been a talent. But thank you for the fact, Monica. I didn't know she was African. I mean, Afro um Latina. I know she, I think she, I knew she was Spanish in some kind of way, but I didn't know she was um Afro Latina though. But but, yeah. but I feel like if we're gonna talk about certain people again, like that's almost like for example. I'm gonna use two random people that come to my head, like Selena, Aaliyah. Selena was different and groundbreaking for so many reasons, but she, like, she was able to cross trans trans people d- despite of like your race, color, whatever you did, like, and so on and so forth. So I do feel like, like, we can't just be like, all right, well, if you're white, you should be able to like sing this or do this or whatever case it be. It's like, well, music is music. Music is universal, and I feel like also then. As far as the culture, our music impacts so many other people, you know? So I feel like if, if a Latina girl or whatever, Latina or who, however she wants to identify it, identify as, if she can fucking shake the room and use her fucking, her privilege and her platform for something, girl, use it. Shake the room, and that's that's how I am. So man, I'm a little different, you know. I'm a rebel, so you know. Yeah, I see, I see. <laughs> so next we got Justin Timberlake. Roddy, you gonna take this one? Oh, you said I thought you said Roddy. Um, no, that's no, you. That's you. Ah, <laughs> uh, like you know, I love Mason Timberlake. Um, I do feel like Justin, as far as for everything when it comes to Janet, he. That's a whole other situation, but I do feel like he was heavily, heavily influenced on our culture. And I said it before, like NSYNC definitely had a lot of R&B influences more than the Bashie Boys did. Um, it like I loved his first album, Sangerita, and all like all the above. Like he definitely he can get some ribs, ribs at the barbecue, um, but he. But he was also raised in, I want to say Memphis. He's from Memphis. He's from Memphis. He's from Memphis. He's definitely from Memphis. Um, so but he, he had the influence around him. I got it. Exactly. Yeah. So he, yeah. has, he had that soul in him. So you can't, you can't be mad at him for that. But I do feel like he's very honorable when it comes to his influence, influences. He speaks about him coming from Memphis. And so he speaks about... Um, bb king and how he was influenced by his music but even when it came to him and being in sync when you listen to going to certain music you just know that they were influenced by certain people um but then that also goes back to and this is a whole other other topic if you watch um i want to say it was the mmas or like a year ago or maybe this year no it was a year ago half a year ago it was the it was new edition the right stuff. Oh, oh, who's that? Um, oh, new kids on the block. New kids on the block. Exactly. So again, our music influences so many people. So yeah, yeah it is, I, it is. It, it's so exactly. So I'm like Justin. I have no wrongs for him besides besides Janet. He's good. I love him. I'm yeah, here for what he does. I mean, I'm a fan. I mean, I've always been a fan of Justin. You know, like like you mentioned earlier about NSYNC. You know, NSYNC. That's one of my favorite boy band groups. 
and when they tried to slowly change from like the pop from pop and to R&B, you know, with the girlfriend mentioned by Nelly and Gwen, cause that, cause they, they were trying to slowly want to want to get out of that pop route, that bubblegum bubblegum route, and then Justin came up with the first album, Justify, which was a really dope album. You know, shout out to Pharrell, Timberland, and them. That was, a, that was amazing. And, that's and she worked with with black producers. Yeah, and then and then he did that, and then and so not for nothing, people. Um, he did a song with Jay Z, but now Beyonce yeah, yeah, yeah. sings it. But people credit like, oh, Beyonce, that's Beyonce. So it's like, no, actually, no, no, just like it first, and she sings it beautifully, which because you know I'm a stand. But I'm like, no, Justin actually, like Justin, he has soul. He does. He does. He has soul. It. He has all the above. He has everything. The thing about it, I'm, like I said, I've always been a fan of Justin. And the thing about about this, you know, Roddy presented me about this episode. Like we want to drop some facts, and also we wanted to honor some of these artists because they have amazing art. I'm gonna do honor they they. Their, their, their work. That's why we had people like Justin Timberlake on the list, Christina Aguilera, Michael McDonald, Bobby Cosmo on the list. Cause we want to honor their work because they really, some of them really did for the culture. There's some of them, not everybody, but, but they're not also, everybody. That's the right, so, you know? But no. then shout out to the, shout out to the Mickey Mouse Club because that was like my yeah, no, ever. Yes. Oh, Mickey, no, no. Mouse, Mickey Mouse Club was when the first time I ever saw Christina Aguilera, Justin, yep. Britney, J- Jazzy, Chavez, whatever his name is. Like that oh, was the first time I saw that. So yeah, about, you must be reading my mind. Cause I was just about to mention that next. So you must be reading my mind. But 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 it's one song that Justin did that I would never forget. Cry me a weather, man. <laughs> that break of soul that really missed. Yo, cry, cry me a weather, Not man. even the song Dude, that hit me. The song that hits me for Justin, and because it was him, and, it might be because it was him and Beyonce, but it was until the end of time. Yes. Uh, um, um, and it was, know, and it, there was moments when he did, and I'm gonna uh, go through my phone, but don't hate me for this. Don't hate me for this, but Justin could have did it by himself. Don't hate me for that. He could have kept it by himself. I, I, I love the song, but... Oh, no, he, I never he, said that he couldn't. No, 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 I never okay. said that. Okay, I know, I know, I know. I know, I know. That whole Future Sex Love Sound album. Oh, that, oh, oh my God. Oh, and then my love for, like, with Timberland oh, and Will I Am, like, he, like, it's different because I feel like he was the first I can remember. He's. I think he's the first artist to kind of step outside the box. Yeah, like, no, was, I'm not gonna do this. Yeah, he was, he was, because yeah. everyone else was like, "Oh no, I'm scared." Oh, white boy. Yeah. But he was like, "No, I'm gonna <laughs> do it," and that's that. And he did it. He successfully did it, and he succeeded with it. He really did. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite albums to this day. You know, Future Sex Love Sound, man. I love. Oh my god, I, I love, love. I love that album. I love that album too, yo. I mean, the 2020 experiment is cool too, but Future Sex Love Sound, though. She's a wheeze, man. Right, what you gotta say, man? What you gotta say about, about this? Justin Timberlake, bro. Like, his transaction, his transition into the RB realm was smooth because after his, once his solo career popped, like you said, he just kept working with the, um, working with producers like Pharrell and Timberland. He was working on Timberland label and 
jumping on, to, on yeah, the song exactly. with them yeah. for a long time. Like Timberland, definitely what he did with that shockwave and the Mosley group <sighs> thing was something that had to be mentioned. Something special, he yo. Kinda, he kind of transformed Nelly Furtado and Justin Perez through that. And I have one statement to make once he's done. You, she's the weed. Go man. ahead. That, that shit, go, go, go. Wait, wait, what do you got to say, Rana? This is how I know that I'm old. Do you guys remember when it was um, the group that left I had black Black. Yeah, 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 yeah. They did. Oh, baby, bring it all to me. Yeah, MC, and MC, MC was on that, yeah. that shit. Yeah, MC yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and, yeah. and Justin inverted that shit. I was like, he did. He did. Yeah, that was yes, he that did. Was that, that was, was all. Yeah, we all knew it was about to happen. Like, like, like he yeah. murdered. Like nothing, nothing, not for nothing. Him and JC murdered that shit. And I was like, it did. That is it. Look at the white did. boys. I was like, okay, white boys. I see no, they did. Nah, that, nah, that, nah. I, I love that song too and i'm glad that he jumped on it yo but but that's a that's every now and then it pops up my playlist so yeah yeah me too every now and then yeah every now and then i agree every now and then man and um it's interesting roddy that you mentioned the shock bayou son that album was crazy shock bayou it it elevated a lot of pop artists like timberland really did that it elevated a lot of pop but you mentioned another one that's on his list two of another on his list actually who was actually on the album um, Nelly Furtado, you know, um, Nelly Furtado, another artist that, um, who is Parkinson's, well, I probably said it wrong, but oh well, but, um, how you feel about Nelly? I'm not gonna lie. Personally, I didn't like her early work, I'm like a bird and all that. Oh, I didn't like that stuff, but when she dropped Promiscuous Girl, I freaking did a double take and I freaking had that song on my iPod. So I paid attention when she when she went to Timberland and they produced that album. And then I started to pay real attention to her. Uh-huh. So that was great, what he did to that. Um, I, I got to agree with you on that. Hold on, Bonnie, you want to go next? Um, so it kind of just makes sense because we all know she's from Canada, so yeah, Canada, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, <clears throat> you know, Aubrey Graham. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm a I'm Justin Bieber. <clears throat> Put that out real quick. Who, who, who also the little also this by the way? <clears throat> Somebody else. No, I'm a. We get it. We get it. We get it. We get it. So no, so no. no, to piggyback off of what I said, I wasn't only for her. I was like, all right, I'm like a bird, but I was like, what year was I? Oh, it fly like a bird. True. What mm-hmm. year was that? Probably um, early two thousand. That early, definitely early two thousand and two thousand, two thousand, not two thousand. That first album was called. Yeah, that was Ronelli. Okay, I guess yeah. you know because I was still listening to TRL and like wanted to be in Times Square for my side. I was like, oh my god, pick me. Um, but I do feel like the Canadian experience or influence was definitely big after 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 all that. Um, but I, I definitely I didn't. But I kind of feel like I was also like I love Britney Spears, I love Christina Aguilera. Like I was all for it, Jessica Simpson. I was all for the shenanigans. Yeah. But I don't I don't really think I've come to her like that. But once she kind of got more like 
urban. I was like, oh, because you know, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was here for her. I was definitely here for her. Um, I'm not gonna hold you. Um, um, I, I, I like, I like to fly like a bird. It's good on me though, cause I heard it like when they used to be. If, if y'all remember, y'all remember the flavor video by Bobby Simmons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I remember I, that. Yeah, Bobby Simmons to play that song a lot. That how that song. I thought I grew to that song. But I was a fan of her, a two, of course, when she came out with her third album, Loose. And of course, when that album came out, it didn't do well. But then the album, they put out um, Promiscuous with Timlin. And that, and I thought I liked it. Like, just like Roddy, I thought I liked her even more. Then she, she came out with songs like Man Eater. Later, had a version with Lil Wayne on it. Um, say, say It Right. And All Things Come to an End. I'm like, yo, like, she... Like Timlin made her something special after a while, man, and she really stepped it up, man. And of course, they had the song. So no, I kind of well, no, Timlin did, but I also feel like I'm sorry to cut you off. <coughs> Let me talk real quick. But I do feel like for everybody else, if it wasn't for the and the amazing Missy, of course, yeah. it, it was Missy. Because we yeah. all know, like, for the urban culture, we know Timbaland. We all know who yeah, he is yeah, and what he's been through yeah. for the table to the culture. But Missy was so at a point that like, she was so evolutionary and just out the box and, like, jump out the box, out the window, out the sock, out whatever. That's and cool. she did what she yeah. did. And that's why people got to know who Nelly Fatale, because she was like, go, get your... Oh, forgot about that. Oh, they I forgot about exactly. that. Exactly. Like, I remember all that. Wow, the, the remake, the remix part. I forgot all about that. Wow, thank you. Thanks for that. Thank you for that. I forgot about that. I really forgot about that. I really forgot about that. But now, nah, yeah, because I think around that time, that was like a little bit after the Fly Like a Bird thing. Was it? I don't, I don't remember, but again, like again, because we all know that Missy and Timberland are like BFFs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. whatever that, whatever conversation that they had, they spoke, and that she was yeah. on the fucking track, and she was like blowing, and so even like like I can't remember here and get your freak on without Nelly's voice on it, yeah. like her voice. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, like, and I was like, yeah. what the fuck is this annoying? Like she was annoying. Like who the fuck is this girl? But her voice nah. is annoying. But I actually love it. But me, me, it's it, 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 it fair. It's fair. Um, I'm gonna look. That, I'm gonna look at. I'm, I'm gonna get look that up real quick. But yeah, but um, nah, Nelly Furtado. I, I loved her, man. I love her, man. And and you ain't know Timberland and Missy. They've been they've been together for a very long time. Um, when I was in that group, when they in that that thing with um Devante from Jodeci in that basement, and and they had Leah and all them treating on them, and when and all them like just came up together after that. But yeah, so, we yeah. can show you. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, so so for me to take a little bit of vinyl facts, get your freaking was two thousand and one. So yeah, it was after um get your it was after Fly Like a Bird. So like a yeah, basically a year later. Get your freak on. So, yeah. And, yeah, so next we got JoJo. Get out right now. <laughs> who was also on, who was also on Shock Value, too. She was I did not know. Um, 
If you don't listen to the way that she sings "Week" by SWV, you don't know. That girl can sing. She can sing. She can sing her ass off. Like so, she has so not for nothing. So she does. She has. So I can say that "Week" by SWV. But she also has a song by, um, it's also another, it's a white artist. But I don't know. She, like, it's another Caucasian artist. So she also balances the fact that she can sing, I guess, pop songs and R&B yeah. songs. So yeah. I, I, Mm, I love her. Like Jojo is. Mm-hmm, I love her. I love her too. Well, I don't want to say one thing first. Yo, Jojo, I need you on my show, man. I, I love you. Man. I need you on my show, Jojo. I don't want to say that here. Make sure you so. Make sure you guys. Make sure you thank Jojo on this after this because oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. Oh, I got, I got her. Yeah. I, got, I got her on tour. I got. I got her on tour. I'm about to. I'm about but to yeah, her. she can sing her ass off and. And I remember, like, it was so many songs when I was working at a certain job, and I would hear her voice, and I'm like, oh, my God. She's amazing. She's beautiful. And, and she could just sing her ass off, and that was that. So, yeah. I, I, don't I get love the her. She don't get the credit she deserves, yeah. yo. Hey, thank, thank you, Roddy. Thank you. I was just about to say that. She like, don't get the credit she deserves at all, yo. I remember, I remember um, at one point, she was doing covers for a lot of hit songs. Yeah, yeah, she was, she was, and killing it better than the artist that was singing it at one point. I was like, damn. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Cause I remember for a long time, Courtney had her music. She was on background records, and it was for many, many years that they would take her music off streaming service for a very long time, and it was to the point that she had to record her whole album to saw her fans could listen to her old songs. And that was. I heard about that. Yeah, they. She literally got her rights back last year, just like when Aaliyah and everybody else got their rights back. She got her rights. Like, Georgia got her rights back last year, so I'm happy that she finally gets. It's, it's, it's tough what these what these labels do to you, man. It, it is, man. But you know what's crazy? She's another person that was raised in Massachusetts, like up there in like Boston, Massachusetts. Um, I'm gonna give you like really quickly. She was signed to the same label as Aaliyah, background yep, record. Back, back, background record, yep, background record, yep. She was, she was signed there. Um, she's now, she can do whatever she wants to do now. Uh, I'm giving y'all, I'm giving y'all a second really quick facts. So give me a second, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah, I read it too. I read it too as, as, as you go as well. Yeah, yeah, so she's been on the Bernie Mac show, Romeo, Hawaii Hawaii Five, Legal Weapon. Um, she was on the TV show True, Con- True Confessions of a Hollywood Starlet. Um, so yeah, but she's like that. I would love to. Be you know what's crazy? Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember when um there was film when cribs was in and there was filming mtv cribs mm. and she didn't sugarcoat it she actually showed her and her mom living in a, a freaking hotel at that time oh wow like and it's like hard because it's like you got your first album but y'all still in the hotel but that's how real she is she didn't they probably told her like yo you gotta you gotta buy you a house you gotta rent a house now, yeah, like, nah. I, I, I'm not gonna hold you. She is one artist that always kept it real. She was on the Mad Singer, yeah. Oh, and she said she in she said, 
Yeah, she was on. I think season three. I see. I see. I remember. Yeah, she was on. I just got seen her when she um, was on it. Yeah, she was on Bad Singer like two seasons ago. And also, Bada, you mentioned she was engaged to a dude who was on season. He's on the, the reboot of Say by the Bell. Oh, he's wow. on the reboot of Say by the Bell. Yeah, she was engaged last year. And oh she, no, and but she, her new her new boo is different. Hold on, give me a second. Oh, wait, she got another new dude? She is. Hold on, hold on. Give me two seconds, y'all. Say her black guy, right? Say her black guy, right? Okay. Here we go. Um, she's engaged to Dexter. That's the one I'm talking about. Okay, so yeah, he's from from Jersey. So he's tri-state, y'all. He was gassing the same out of Hold on, you must have Oh, 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 the only black. Can I get my report real quick? He he was in Saved by the Pal, the reboot. He was also in The Binge, Joyful Noise, The Maze, The Maze Point One Point Two, Standing Ovation, and the and The Maze Runner. So you know he got a little cu- couple things under his belt, you know. Nice, nice. Shout out to JoJo. Shout out to JoJo. Also, now, I'm gonna try to get you on my show. I'm gonna need you on the gentleman at the podcast. Conversation about the podcast. Hopefully, real soon. Uh, let's yeah. Do that would be fire. Next we got. Next we got um, Amy Whitehouse. How I feel about Amy Whitehouse? I love her and rest in peace. And I just. Mm, a lot of things that she spoke about, I understand now being older. Yeah. Yeah, me too. and I and I feel like she. I wish she didn't pass. Um, I don't want to say, but however, so I don't know what else to say. Yeah. So Kana, I guess she just she was a, a a force to be reckoned with. She was something that we all needed, and she came for her season. And she was, she's different. She's different, and I, and I love everything that she did. Um, I'm not gonna hold you. When she came out, I did not really fully understand her music at all. So just like you, Vana, as I got older, I, I pretty much understand the message that she was doing, and and yeah, you know, I didn't really understand it, but. I, I love it now, and I love her new job. I wish she, I wish you know she was, she would do be with us. You know, she's amazing, talented. She didn't get the, the, she didn't get the respect that she deserved at all while she's through here. You know, wow, amazing, amazing artist, man. Recipe to wow. there. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I honestly didn't really listen to her like that. I might have to educate myself on her more now. I wasn't a big fan when she was when she was streaming, so I don't have nothing much to say about her. Yeah, that, I, I honestly I had to look, I had to listen to her stuff like later after she died to really understand her music, and it was uh, it was uh, amazing. She made amazing work, yo. I ain't gonna hold you, man. She was a big artist, man. Man, let's be Amy. Right yeah, anything else to say about her? No. Okay, so we'll move on. Next, we got Fergie. <laughs> I'm feeling like Fergie. 
Fergie. I feel like Fergie is almost like another Nelly Furtado, like in the sense, like she was in Black Eyed Peas. Yep, yep. Which actually, here I go with my shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I, 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 I'm already here, but keep, do your thing, girl. She, she wasn't the original, like... Um, she wasn't, yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't the original lead singer for Black Eyed Peas. Um, I think that the first original singer that they had, when it came for promotion, didn't really meet their eye. Mm. Commercially, Fergie kind of met it, per se. Mm. Um, that's my opinion. I could be wrong. However, Fergie did what she did. She had really good music. She did, you know, they did what they did for whatever culture. Um, <laughs> but, but Fergie, she had what like luxurious, where it was like her and, and um West Fani, who also kind of got money off of the black culture, but I we ain't gonna weather right now. Like Fergie, like, yeah, so Nelly Furtado, I feel like she kind of so under the rug. I don't know what to say. Oh wow. What about your body? Fergie, I've always been a fan of her since she was in Black Eyed Peas. The Black Eyed Peas did they thing in the late two thousands. So when she did her solo thing, I was for it, just like everybody else. And it worked out for her because she has some really good producers and she had a lot of um the the dope the dope writing, the um the featured artists on her tracks. It, it was such an easy transition because what she was bringing out with Black Eyed Peas was like she she was a soulful one doing the singing. So, you know, when she came solo, it was I just expected the same from her, and she delivered. That's all I can say. Yeah, I can hold you. I I enjoy um, Fergie and Black Eyed Peas. She, um, I enjoy her solo work as well. You know, she has songs like Lunge and Bread, Gorgeous with Ludacris, um, Big Girl Don't Cry, and she even she even did some rapping every here and there too. She did. So I mean, Fergie was talented, and the talent of Fergie. Very talented. I mean, I don't agree with everything she made, but <laughs> everything she made wasn't great. I ain't gonna hold you, but but she was she was talented. Oh, she did good for herself, though. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, she did. She did good for herself. Yeah, she had hits. Yeah, she she did good. So next we got Gwen Stefani. I gotta feel about Gwen Stefani. Um. <laughs> so I can say that's something like that's not normal. Old, but I loved her, no doubt. <laughs> hey, baby. Girl, like I was here for me. Um, but for me, if we don't like R and B stuff, it was like her and her and Eve make music yep. together. Let yep. me blow your mind. Exactly, which which it did. And who else? Like that's the only song I think about with I can be wrong. That was the okay. only song I think about. Um, I know she had another song with Eve called Rich Girls as well on um If I was a rich girl, I remember that. Yeah. If I was a rich girl. Oh, the whole reggae. Oh, you know what cultural is okay. Oh, you don't forget. Don't 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 forget your song. Yeah, but I'm an acorn. Um so yeah, I 
but again, and I'm not defending her, I do feel like because Gwen was raised in London or the UK or whatever, that's oh, a, whoa, a oh, lot oh, of... Oh, she what? Oh, oh, she what? I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Well, no, she wasn't raised there, but I do know because based on her husband, who is um, the whole... Oh, he's a host oh, man. Oh, oh, Blake, Blake, Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton, the homie. Blake Shelton. That's not, no, that's not, I won't. Yeah, the husband. Yeah, that's what you think now. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. That's new. My bad, y'all. I'm doing something. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I do. Uh, no, she, she would think him since they both was on um The Voice. Oh, and wow. They, and they stayed together, and they stayed together, um, they got married and stuff. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm thinking about somebody else, y'all. I'm sorry. I was like, <laughs> I was so ready to go ahead and get married to um a spice girl, Victoria's husband. I was like, oh, I'm about to marry him. Like, oh, he's single. Yes, God. Um, but no. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot. of um, It's a lot of parties. <laughs> which is crazy because she's actually the fucking um godparent. I think of Blue Ivy, but we oh we wow. have, like Wait. her. I do yeah, know wait, that. She is? Oh, wait, I think she, yeah, you might be oh, right. You might oh, be right. Oh, Gavin, he did. Yeah, cause what she was, what, what she was, she used to be with Chris Martin, right? With Coldplay, right? But who's Chris Martin? Chris Martin's Coldplay. husband. Coldplay, Coldplay, Coldplay. 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 Yeah, I think that's an act. Yeah, Coldplay. So, yeah, Coldplay. so I'm pretty sure that she's the godmother of Blue Ivy. I'm pretty sure of that. Well, not pretty sure. I'm like, I'm... That you, you definitely mm-hmm. sure. You definitely I'm like, sure. um... Mm-hmm. Um, but she was, uh, again, she was raised, I don't know, like, I can't, I'm not mad at her for doing R&B, but she really didn't do big, big R&B for me, like, nah, she did. Nah, nah. she shouldn't do heavy, she didn't do heavy, I think she had, like, a pile like, a, a period. Like, she, again, again, she did, yeah. but, but she did, like, Eve, and we can't, like, Eve is amazing and epic yeah. or whatever. But she did no doubt, and I'm just not okay. It happened. <laughs> but, I mean, really, it happened. It happened. It happened. I, I mean, I mean, she I, she, she one of the artists that you know, I love to go so far. She one of the artists that did R&B for like a for a short while. For she a did while, a certain song. Like I British did had like a few R&B tracks, actually enough, which she did with Pharrell. Oh no, track. no! Britney had no Britney Spears. Not for nothing, she had a lot of tracks. Like far, 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 really? Not R&B, but in general, if you want to no, do no, like, no, 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 but like she's someone if Gwistafani was like all right I want to do if she was like all right I want to do firm biz I want to do like a remake like no mm, no bitch nope nope <laughs> nope, <laughs> nope. no you're not no everybody no. get up no no hell no no I'm good no mm-mm right <laughs> we gotta say Roddy <laughs> Gwen Stefani, oh man, she, um, her music was definitely almost blended, like, I really, like, when she came out with most of her stuff, she was, um, they was collaborating mostly with, like, um, blended music, like, Caribbean, um, not Caribbean, reggae, or 
rappers or R&B. Like, they had a couple pop stuff, but most of the stuff that was very big for them, but it was her and No Doubt, were blended stuff. Like, I agree. I agree. They had, like, they had, what was the song, um, Hey Baby, had Bounty Kill, I think, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's yeah. my biggest song I could think of. Other than like um, Rich Girl and Lenny from Mom, when it comes to Holla Back Girl, Oh, Holla Back Girl too, and um, the Great Escape with with Akon, the Great Escape, uh, yeah. Oh, that <laughs> that song was so annoying when it dropped. And then, hey, oh, it was, but it was. I liked it though. It was annoying, but I liked it though. And I, I'm. I don't know. I, me personally, I don't think I can play her songs now. I'm just not. Uh, um, I'm just okay. It's okay, the, the, but I mean, depend on the song. I I can't play Holla Backward now. <laughs> but, nah, we can't play Holla Back. But 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 it's like Rich Girl. I can play Rich Girl. I can play The Grand Escape. Um, I can play Blow Your Mind. Stuff like that. Yeah, I could. But not not Rich Girl. Not um, Holla Backward. Nah, I can't. I can't. I can't. I yeah, it's like. Yeah, so like with her, it's like um, I don't know. She she make she don't make laughing songs to me though. That's my thing. Yeah, that's all I gotta say about. Her. All right. So next next we got, which I can honestly say he is the one person who fiending to do R B music. This one person fiending to do R B music. <laughs> Just to be. <laughs> How y'all feel about this people? So I was like, like when he was younger, yes. Now I do realize that, but again, he mm, mm, that's a whole other conversation. So just we don't have to mention that here. I think I think I think I know what you're talking about. Wait, we don't have to mention that here. I think I know what you're talking about. I think I know what you're talking about. Just to hang out with a bunch of white women that want to fuck black niggas. I mean, black black men all the time. So hello. So we're gonna go there. We can go there. This is why I shouldn't be here today. Um, but I feel like Justin, he was very like popcorn or whatever. But I also feel like Justin is he kind of knew that his spirit and his not his spirit or his soul, but he likes R and B. That's his shit. Like that's what he that's what he does. Like Hold on, I don't. You gotta got, got rephrase that. I don't think he likes R and B. He loves R and B. He loves it. He loves it. I'm sorry. He loves it. He loves it. So he loves it. It's no Look at his That's his thing. Like he likes that. But again, I do feel like everyone's like, oh, he's so pop and he has the long hair across his eyebrow. He's this and he's that. But again, he's around people or females that exploit black men all the time. We ain't gonna do that right now. I but mean, make I mean, it like, up. Like like Roddy just mentioned his mentor. Who 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 is mentor? Who's mentor? There, there you go. Usher. Exactly. Oh well then hello. Hello. <laughs> we can break it all the way up then. Yeah. So like, like one thing I also believe, since Usher's his mentor, Usher's probably getting him the, the songwriters yeah. and the producers over the years that trans that that pulled him away from the pop scene into slowly transitioning to R&B because as you listen to later his later stuff like you know what was that album for sorry purpose 
Purpose, yeah, yeah, purpose. That was that was like the real tr- him really trying to go like tr- transcend to RB. That was I'm yeah. really that starby song man i tell you man um love your yo, song are we mad about him singing r&b so how do we feel about I'm not him? mad if about that's him. the case then like I'm when really... justin because if that's the case then when justin timberlake and nsync they're gone and they were singing their asses out I was like cool i was like oh okay well okay i i see you got kings fake kings i see you so then, uh, I mean, uh, in sync, I, I I was shocked when they started doing R&B. So when we, when I started seeing them on 106 and Park, I was like, oh shit! I was like, oh, in sync, in sync was, in sync is on 106 and Park, and I seen for it, it, first first I remember because they had pop, pop was on um 106. I think pop, dirty pop. And what is doing on 106? I was just shocked that we seen Gone with Gone was an amazing song. I was like, wow, like, I, I thought the lightning side of NSYNC, and then it had with Garfield and Nelly, and which which I was, you know, I'm a big Pharrell fan, so anything Pharrell do, I'm going to love it. <laughs> you know, I, I love the, the song Girlfriend, so I didn't care that, you know, Justin wanted to switch to sing R&B. And mm-hmm. then when I heard that first album, you know, the Justify, but he had the song with, like, like I Love You, with the clips, they're like, oh, snap, like, yo. Mm-hmm. Justin Bieber, though. It was, it was for me. It was a weird transition because I didn't like him as a, uh, as a bubblegum artist like that at all. Until like he had so much big showing, and that when I thought like it Justin a little bit, but not that much. Only when I, I thought like Justin when he started to, with, off that purpose album though. Like after that, I think he started doing purpose in the armies. Like he went to with the sorry and love yourself. And he had some with Nas on the album, and I was like, yo, I actually start to like Justin Bieber now after this album. But I feel like it's a it's a big flex for us. I feel like it's a big it's it's a big flex because as much as we are labeled whatever how how people want to label us or whatever the case may be, it's like but y'all take from us every day. We're big flexing because your whole artist or whoever wanna be they wanna sing what we sing. Yeah, but they yeah, don't true, under, true. but they but they don't understand what that yeah, music and yeah, what came yeah, from yeah. it and what happened. Like that, I I would I would love one day God and I would love that someone have a camera for someone to ask Justin Timberlake who's Edmund Hill. Mm-hmm. I would love that. What? And if you can if you can answer me if Justin mm-hmm. Timberlake can ever say and look and be like I know he who he is. Then whoever, even Kanye, like you know who Emmett is, because we know he rapped about him. But like, yeah. I would love for that moment for Justin Timberlake. Like, you know who Emmett Till is? Mm. Do you know who Trayvon is? Mm. Do you know who Chandra Brown is? Like, do you know? Like, if you're gonna take from our culture, then know who you're taking from and what we're doing. Then. Yeah, yeah, I give it. Yeah, I give what you're saying. I agree. That was that. That would be that would be dope. I agree with you on that. Like, if they could answer that, you know. If that blank blank period. If you can tell me yeah. who Emmett Till is, and you can point blank pick it up and give a uh, this page, I know who he is, and then then we can talk. We can definitely talk. We can stay, and I don't care how you talk about it. Well, I do care about that. <laughs> but how you, how you how you're singing about us and and whatever. But if you if you're gonna be that person that stand for us and then know who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Like, Either way, we're happy over here. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, right, no, but 
But Justin, <laughs> but like I said, when Justin Bieber started doing purpose, I thought I liked him, man. I thought those, I was just curious about his R&B side. Then he came out with purpose freaking. Open um, my eyes, though. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, purpose open my eyes. But then he came with album like Change, and he came up with Justice, and I was like, wow, <laughs> like especially with the latest album Justice, like he went in, he, he went, went in. in, you know, when he had up the peaches. And he had like he keep, he keep we we released it, added more artists, but the artist who kept bringing was hip hop artists. Like he brought the baby in one song, he brought a little baby in one song. I was like, Justin, what you doing? Like, like I don't know, I don't know if he was feeding to get an RB um nomination for the Grammys, which is which I guess it worked. He got um he got a um R and B category for the Grammys for for this album, but. Yeah, he he went hard to really to get noticed as an R&B artist because I think everybody always see him as a pop artist. But but I was but but what what Ronald said about you know asking them question. I want to see somebody ask Justin Bieber that same question too. I'm curious too because what he said in childhood. I, I ain't bringing that up, but yeah, you know, yeah. Anything else? Anything else y'all want to say? Or want to add? Mm-mm, let's go. What about you, Bana? I think Bana got everybody fired up. I think no, Bana got everybody fired up. Like, <laughs> good night, good night. <laughs> <laughs> Bana got everybody fired up. Nah, but I'm angry for it, like I said, but I do like, I actually like Justin Bieber as an R&B artist. I'm, I'm shocked that I do, you know? I'm shocked that I like Justin no, Bieber. No, I really do, though. I, I do like him as a... Like he, like he can sing his ass off. So no, I he could, he could, he could, he could, and and the, the new album is pretty, pretty, pretty. Uh, it's it's like it's like uh, purpose. Purpose will always be my favorite Justin Bieber album. Yeah, um, but there's somebody that I'm waiting for for you to bring up. But I'm gonna wait for uh, it. Uh, uh, I, uh, I think, I think, I think, I think he's the next person. Is it, hopefully is it Sam Smith? Oh no, he makes me cry. Like I love him. <laughs> Yeah. Nah, like I can't. I can't talk about. It. Like he makes me cry when he sings, so I can't do that. Like I remember when, when my dad passed, and I heard a song with him, and I started crying. Like yeah, I can't do that. So good night, y'all. I'm just gonna wait for you, boys. I'm not gonna hold you, man. Sam Smith, man, dude is an amazing artist, yo. Like I'm, like geez, Louise, man. Like I like, I love the music, man. Off the back, and I don't know. I can't. I can't even. I can't consider him as a pop artist at all. He's definitely, he's just like a John B. And he's definitely, I feel like he considers an R&B to me, yo. Mm-hmm. And one day, and, one day I, and I didn't know he was so young. Y'all didn't know he was born in 1992. He had Taurus. He, he, he definitely gave me, he gets, you're lying. I feel like when I, can I, like real quick, I'm going to go back on me. Wait, when it comes to him, I feel like he definitely gives me, um, Oh my god, I just had my throat and I just lost it. Um, Robin Thicke vibes. He gives yeah. me Robin Thicke vibes. Yeah. And we all know that he's he's mixing, whatever. But he oh definitely Sam Smith. Oh like god. his voice is, is 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 heavenly. And Stay With Me will always be like one of those songs that when I hear it, I'm like, I'ma go. Yeah, it's mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. good night. <laughs> Nah, nah, but nah. Sam Smith is an amazing artist, man. She, he like the male version of Adele. 
Like they they would just make you really emotional, but they knew this was amazing. No. Do you remember the year Sam Smith came out? Um, it was two thousand and thirteen. There was nobody beating him on the Grammys or R&B that year. At all, nope. He was up there. uh, He was taking everything. I'm like, gee. Yeah, he he took everything. Yep, he took everything that year. I agree. I'm like, yo, how? (laughs) Sam Smith getting getting, getting, um, Grammys and everything. Yeah, he was, man. He was, she, Louise, he was killing it. So, like, it was crazy. He's one of the reasons I thought about this topic. Mm. Ready? I'm ready to, I'm ready to talk. Do you think, right? Do you think? This is your time now. All uh, right. He, him, it was, it was the year 2013. Sam Smith was on top of the world, and so was Matthew. A lot of great hip hop and R&B songs were out. I think um, a lot of them were out, and they weren't getting recognition and awards because these guys were just tearing up the charts, and they pushed every hot R&B and hip hop song below on the charts. So it's like with Sam Smith, no. I think I think One Hundred Six and Park was still streaming, so he was even killing it on that. He was killing it all on radio stations. Like he was getting played on Power Hot Ninety Seven. I'm like, who is this dude? Sam Smith. Being heard everywhere. He was so powerful. We had that in Delafette. That's all I got to say about that. There you go. Now, Sam Smith was my guy, man. Ain't no way I would have worked with Indian Cove. Best week in Indian Cove. That's all they played with Sam Smith, yo. Like, like Sam Smith, man, amazing artist. He definitely, yeah, I agree with you, Roddy. That year, him and Macklemore was killing the charts. I remember Macklemore had to apologize to Kendrick because he, because he took the award that year, knowing that. What? Kendrick, I remember know, that. Knowing, knowing Kendrick deserved a lot more than like Macklemore. Like we know what we know why Macklemore won. We know why. Chart wise, they was all killing it though. If you remember what was on the charts that time. Those guys was number two and number three. Yeah, was. Sam Smith and Macklemore was back to back. If it wasn't Macklemore, it was Sam Smith. Yeah. And then later down the line, I think it was other people, but they was up there for weeks, if you remember. Yeah, they was. They was. Yeah, man. Um, I don't got much more to say. Sam Smith is an amazing artist, man. I'm a fan of his music. I just didn't realize that he was very young. Me either. I didn't know. I didn't know he was very young and he was a fellow tourist, man. Shout out, shout out to Sam Smith, who a tourist, man. Team tours all day, man. This next artist, which I, I'm crazy that we spoke about him, but I did not have him on my list for some reason. I'm like, why don't I have this man on my list? Robert Thick. 
I'm not sad about that. Why, why did I have Robert Stick on my list? Like, when we spoke about Robert Stick, though, it was just weird. Robert Stick connect, man. And I got, I, I got many things to say about Robert Stick, too. So do anybody, do anybody got something to say about Robert Stick, or let me go first on this one? Robin Thick, I could talk a little bit. There we go. All right. So Robin Thick, when he first dropped, I I didn't really get into his stuff until um his first few songs. I didn't really get into it. Maybe um Lost Without Shoes really woke me up for, for Robin Thick, and the way he he performed that is just such a beautiful song, like. Robin Thicke was very talented and very musically with the R&B thing for real. Like, that guy could sing. That's one thing I could say. And, no, um, he had that voice. Like, he just sang so beautifully when it came to certain songs. Um, even though he had his legal trouble with um, Blur Lines and the song about him begging for his wife, you know, it's crazy, but you know, you gotta give him his credit where credit is due. Um, I'm not gonna hold you. So when I first heard Robin Thick was, I believe was either early two ninety nine or two thousand. That's yeah. And I didn't like I didn't realize until years later. Like I said, like I mentioned earlier uh, flavor videos on Bobby Simmons. He played this one song where a guy with long hair would wear was riding a bike. And he and he see he's singing in New York City, he's like, and I can't be alone. And I can't be alone. And I was like, who is this white guy? I didn't turns even know out, he was out back then. Though. Turns out, yeah, turns out Robin Thick. And you know, a year later, he signed with Pharrell for Star Trek. He got he got a haircut, he got a total transformation, he came out with the album. The Evolution of Robin Thick, where he had a song with Pharrell called um, I Wanna Love You Girl, I Wanna Love You Girl, I Wanna Love You Girl, and then of course Lost Without You and um, everything like that. And that when I really started to notice Robin Thick, and that man, like I said, he, he really do got a soulful voice, amazing voice, man. Very talented. I thought about that. Of course, he had his biggest hit, you know, Blur Lines with Pharrell and T.I., but got really legal trouble with, you know, with, with the, um, with the Marvin Gaye family and stuff like that. And, yeah, I know, um, and of course, the whole thing with um, the VMA with Miley Cyrus and him, his wife divorced him and stuff like that. And he made a whole album about his wife. You know, that was his down, his, his downtime. But even aside that, Robert Thicke was always an amazing artist, man. Very talented, man. And, I, I enjoy Robert. Thicke. I wish he made more music. I know he's doing more mass singer right now, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to see more news for Robert. Thicke. I'm, I'm a fan of Robert. They're gonna hold you, Vanna. What you gotta say about Robert? Thicke? I was waiting because I'm like, um... <laughs> <laughs> so, so we all know that Mr. Robin Thicke, he was definitely influenced besides with R and B music as far as. James Brown, Marvin Gaye, Sting, and Prince, and then as Morris said, the Beatles, all these the above. We all know his we all know his amazing father. He was also married to Sandy Newton. Is that I wanna say that was his wife. I yeah. I'm, yes. Um so yeah, he has a lot of soul in him. 
Um, a lot of soul, man. A lot of soul in him. Like he was a ra- raised and had influence of amazing people. Um, and his dad also rest in peace. His dad did pass away. Nah, so I, yes, exactly. So Mr. Allen Thick Senior, rest in peace yeah. for that. Um, yeah. So yeah, so he was. De- he's definitely like very um, R and B central. I do feel like, again, like you said, he did have a lot of legal um, legal situations going on when it came to certain songs. But he's amazing. Like, his voice is talented. He's amazing when he sings. He's like a, oh, I can't do it. Like, I can't do all that. But, you know, he's he's definitely dope as as they come. So, I, I don't... I don't want to say like he's white or he's black, but I do feel like he was raised in in the type of environment yeah. that he was influenced on our culture. So he was, definitely was. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. I'm a society, so it's okay. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm name the list of artists that he worked with. He worked with Nicki Minaj, T3, Ti, Virginia Aguilera, Jesse J, K. Michelle, Pharrell. DJ Cassidy, Usher, mm-hmm. Jennifer Hudson, Flo Rida, Brandy, Kid Cuddy, Mary J. Blige. The hell of a lot of people. A lot mm-hmm. of people. Lil, Lil Wayne, of course. You know, Usher. Well, you know. Because right. there's so many songs. So that's the thing that in our day and age, or even like before us, like like people in there, like ad libs. Ad libs yeah. cost money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does. It does. Even though if I was like if we're, we're recording a song tonight and I say ooh, I can coin that and then make money ten years from now or a year from now. Yo, so yo. Ooh, you know, I got, but, I, oh, oh, I got I got a fun fact. I got a fun fact. Fun fact for tonight, sir. Oh, I got a fun fact. I so I was thinking with sounds to Brian McKnight record label. I didn't know this. What? He also wait wait wait, wait he also co wrote anywhere. Anyway, on are we on, sure? I, are we sure? Yeah, I'm. I read it right now. I read it right now. He called. He called in Robert Stick on on Robert on on Brian McKnight album. I remember you. Yeah, I'm, I read it right now. Did they did they, they made a joke of saying could they gave um um nickname Brian McWhite? <laughs> oh, yeah. wow, that's that. That's amazing. What? Yeah, yeah. Robert Dick did a lot. I didn't know he was signed with um with Private Night. I didn't know that. Wow. So he worked with him on Anytime album. Yeah. Oh no, no, oh no. I remember, second album. I remember you. So we call anywhere. Oh, anywhere. Robin think is actually he's well if we're well for me if I'm thirty through four <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> we, we know you <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah he's about a good a couple five or ten yeah so that actually might make sense yes that actually does make sense but again, <laughs> oh my gosh only you only you but um, you know what hello don't do that tonight <laughs> I didn't say I didn't say anything I I did not say anything at the bottom. Bobby, I did not say anything, but you know, but my favorite I think so would be sex therapy, though. Yes, 
Next artist we got is Zane from One Direction. How y'all feel about Zane from One Direction? I told you, I need like examples of his song. Like, I'm like, who is that? I don't know who that is. All right, do you know who Zane is? I've heard of, I know who he is. I heard a lot of his stuff. He really, when his his solo stuff, amazing. Zane Malik. Zane Malik. Huh? I know, so I'm talking about the name Malik is the name. But yeah, but good thing about it. Don't want to live forever. That mm. song is amazing. Yeah, that's a oh, dope, yeah. Um, it's like, his, he also did a couple um, songs with the guy, um, who's that Who's that pop DJ guy? Um, Calvin Harris? Was it, you talk about Calvin Harris or you talk about um, Afrojack? Afro one I think I think it was did he did he do Titanium Calvin Harris? I remember. Oh, oh, oh David 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 Gutter. David Gutter. He did a lot of David Gutter stuff and yeah, Calvin yeah, Harris yeah. stuff throughout the day throughout the years and um it is it's different it's different with him like he he really did his thing but no. Um, I'm. I mean, I like. I like Zayn. You know, he came up with the Pillow Talk song. He came out with um. Pillow I don't want to live forever. I, yeah, I don't want to live forever. He also got the death, um Death to Die with Sia. And also, he, That's he one with Sia, right? Yeah, he, he um Timberland did some song for the second album. Um, do you as you know he was on New Direction? And I can't. I try to look why he left the group. I try to remember how he, why he left the group, but um, but um, let's see. But um, he also did. So he also did um, the "Back to Sleep" remix with you know Usher, Chris Brown and Usher. I remember that. Yeah, so he, I want to know if he has credits in writing, producing, and other stuff because it seemed like he he's not just a singer. Yeah, he he definitely want he definitely want to be he he one of the artists that definitely wanted to do R and B. Like he didn't want to be in a boy band no more, and he's like, "Yo, I, I'm out." <laughs> I want to do RB. That's basically how I see. I don't know if that how it went down, but I'm looking to see how it went down. Cause you know, One Direction was big though. They was killing the game, Joe. They was killing the game. They was killing the game, One Direction. But but they saying that it was a supporter decision that he left the group. He didn't mention on why he left the group, basically. But we know why he left the group. He, he wanted to do RB. <laughs> he was ready to he was ready to break out as a solo artist. Exactly, exactly. And eventually later Autumn, one direction broke up officially. Autumn went to do solo careers. And all I gonna hold Autumn got some dope solo careers, man. I can hold you. I'm not gonna hold you. But um Yes. Yeah. Um you 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 got nothing to say about it, right? No. Okay. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Like we got Nick Jonas. We got we got, we got Nick Jonas. How y'all feel about Nick Jonas? Oh, here we go. <laughs> I fuck with him. Like Jonas is my shit. Jonas. Like I, I remember I think I was working at the Jonas body shop. 
that's my shit. So I have again, he was influenced like boy bands and like I have no issue with that. So yeah, that's my shit. So mm-hmm. nah, I ain't gonna hold you, man. When I heard jealous, I was shocked, yo. I'm gonna like, Nick Jonas because I, I, I was not really a big fan of it. Him. It kind of made me want him to choke me and be like, put me in my place. And I was like, ooh, but not like that. Wait, hold on, wait, 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 hold on, like, oh, wait, let me put wait, let me put in my shit up real quick <laughs> it was almost like like it, he was like I like you like I, I don't remember the exact words it was like yo you're, you're my chick and I like you and I want you and I'm gonna ride with you and I was like oh okay sir okay king okay yeah so I, I did like that song like that was my shit like, I, I get jealous I like a nigga to get jealous for me like the white boy was so I need these kings step it up get jealous sir get jealous Nah, I can hold you. I can hold you. I I was like, yo, this man had a hit with this song, son. Champagne problems. Champagne problems. It became it became an anthem for me for like a very long time. Then he had a song with um, Ty Dolla Sign called Bacon. <laughs> yes, he had a song called Bacon. I'm not lying about that. I'm not lying about that. Um, I I ain't gonna hold you. I like a lot of his solo stuff. I'm not gonna hold you. He he actually was a dope artist. He had he had a dope um R&B influence though. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm Nick Jordan. He, he was dope, man. I ain't gonna hold you. What about you, Roddy? Ah, uh, Nick Jordan. <laughs> jealous was jealous was okay. It's just you no know, with the, the how they transition, you know, him so fast. It's like with him, they just threw a whole bunch of you no. Know, it's like when they when they when they went solo, a lot of these people. They just threw the uh, threw the right producers at them and the the yeah. right writers. I noticed that, like, yeah, because yeah. after that you just heard about him having songs with rappers and dope yeah. beats. Because the Champagne Problems, I remember that song. That beat is kind of um, that's even fire, son. Yeah, I was like, oh, and he had another, yeah, he, he had another song that was like a trap song too. Thank you for mentioning that. He had another song that was a trap song. I forgot what it called though, but he had so. So So what do y'all think that um when they was when they was transitioning to solo careers that they um was just trying to keep up with the new trends? Cause it's like to me, the thing, all on Johnny Project didn't translate to like that 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 way. That didn't Nick Jordan was the only one that went went that route. I need the other Jordan brother. They were like do doing like the the guitar acoustic route, and then the other Jordan he made a group. The other Jordan made a group. Um, which was, um oh no, I'm not talking about only Jonas. I'm talking about oh, hey, oh everybody. General. This discussion on this list, we had a lot of people that were in groups and yeah. they did their solo thing, or from the from the moment they they bought out their first album, they were basically. Pop um, R and B, 
No. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when it came to the group, I feel like they always wanted to go that route. I feel like they always want to go like Justin always want to go that route. Nick Jordan wanted to go that route. Zane definitely want to go that route. I feel like, yeah, I feel like they always want to go that route, but I feel like, I guess, being in a group or their record label maybe probably held them back. And then they said, look, I want to do my own thing elsewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do the own thing elsewhere. So they went to elsewhere. And they gave, like you mentioned, they gave them the producer, they gave them the songwriters to help the co-write. Over and give them the right a mentor to help them get to that get help them get to that level. So yeah, that definitely did happen, you know. And um, it happened with a lot of artists. And Nick Jordan was one of those artists, you know. But um, anything else you gotta say, um, Bana? Nah. Oh, Bana. No. No. Okay. No. Okay. No. No. <laughs> next. Next. I uh, thank you, buddy. Cause this is not what I forgot to add on my list. And uh, um, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, how you feel about Ed Sheeran? Uh, I don't know. Uh oh, uh oh, he's not gonna say something. That's um, I'm gonna uh, shrink on you. Yeah, that's shaving. it. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, he, oh, he's cool. He's cute. He can. He's cool. He's different. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> No, I go for Ed Sheeran. Very talented though. Um, when he went, Ed Sheeran is very talented. We did we did an album where he wanted to collab with a lot of hip hop artists and stuff like that. I was like, wow, I'm blown away. <laughs> I'm blown away. We came up with that album. My thing about Ed yeah. Sheeran, they didn't when he came from the minute he signed the ink, they did not have hold back. They freaking had him doing like. Reggae collaborations, they have to do it all. Collaborate with covers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that song that he had that wasn't popular before Thinking Out Loud was um, about X. I know it was off that first album, I know exactly. Yeah, Don't Mess With My Girl, something like that. That sounded like the answer back to the um, Lucy Pearl song. When you li- if you listen closely, you think about it. Oh wow! So like the I way they, it. so what I'm trying to say in general is that his team that created him, because you know he was a new artist. Yeah, they was really creative, and they didn't. They they was really um, versatile when it came to his to his music from the jump. I so, mean, he, he was out for a very long time. He was out since 2004. I, I guess I, I remember guess. when he came out. I'm yeah. saying, I well, yeah. I remember. No, 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 I, I didn't say No, I didn't look at it. I didn't say it. He, he was out since 2004. And look at his career. Could you? Could you? Well, his ex album was the first one that actually went and, like. In the US, yeah. That's the biggest album. Main that's the album that was in the US. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm only to, I'm only talking about their untorn because yeah. he had he 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 had like he had a song with Beyonce I think he had a song with Taylor yeah Swift. yeah yeah he had yeah he had a song with both of them actually that was like later he had um he knows like he knows how to um he knows how to get it up there like that thinking out loud song great yeah that was a yeah that was a great song and then it's like um. Yeah, like I was saying, like I was going back on it, like he, whoever his team is, his back end, they they really tailored him to everybody, and 
that's why I think Ed Sheeran is like a whole different breed of an artist. Yeah. Now, Ed Sheeran performed at um, the MCV Awards with Little Uzi Vert, and that was kind of different. So, like, what I'm saying in general is he can mix the way his sound is, right? He can mix with almost anybody and it will sound okay. That's my, that's what I would say. You agree? Yeah, 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 I agree. Any genre he can mix and he will be okay. Yeah, no, that's and, sure. And it's no. proven. Yeah, no, I'm, no, I'm, 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 I'm a fan of Sherry, no, but like I said, the second album is X, the X is the second album, and that was, so had a song Sing, Pharrell produced that, and stuff like that, then he had the, um, the, um, um Divide, that had, I believe, the song with Beyonce in on that, on that album, I think it was Picture, Picture, is it Picture, 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 something like that, I don't remember that, yeah, yeah, and then of course he got the number six collaboration project, they had Justin Bieber on there. They had um, Chet the Rapper, um, Khalil, Bruno Mars in it, Fifty Cent, Eminem was in that. You're like that was that was an amazing album. I enjoyed that album too. You know, as showing that guy. Now, what what do y'all say about it? Finally, got anything else to say? No, I agree. It was it was a good situation. <laughs> Alright, cool. And last but not least, out of time, last but not least, we got Adele. We got Adele. All right, I'm going to go first. I ain't going to hold you. When no, I I'm not first. That's it. Oh, so. no, 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 no. Go ahead. Oh, 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 Oh my God! Right. Dang, that's it. Very no, I feel like no. So I feel like the following. I feel like Adele. When it came to Beyonce and her lemonade. Oh, oh God! Oh God! Here we go. <laughs> See, here we go. Here we go. Oh God! <laughs> so you gotta say. So you gotta say. So I feel like sometimes that white people don't understand what we go through, and I feel like when Beyonce put the shit all out there, like the transparency, which we like, well, transparency when Emmett Till's mother was transparent with her son being killed and his body being like we didn't, it wasn't enough. Beyonce did the same exact thing and not in that whole quarter, but like she was transparent. She was like, like how I feel and this is what's going on. Adele loved it. It was she was here for it. But it wasn't enough. And I don't get why, but that's neither here or there above my pay grade. But it's like Adele, I, I, I fuck with her because I think she kind of gets it. I'm gonna say she kind of gets it. She kind of flows with it, whatever. But she was in the experience, and she's dating a whole black man. So, hello. Oh yeah, oh yeah, she is. Yeah, 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 she is. Um, Adele, no, I love her music, man. Um, I ain't gonna hold you when I first heard Adele when she came with 19 and she won a Grammy. I was like, who is that? So she was one artist that I did my research on, and then I heard Chase the Payment. I was like, yo, wow. 
Jesus, she, she, she's is amazing. And then 25 came out, you know, that we have um somebody like you and um and um Hello? somebody like you. No, no, no. I'm rolling the D they go rolling the D. Oh my bad, my bad, 21, my bad, 21, 21. I, I skip a whole year. 21 was rolling in the deep and and um somebody like you and fire, fire in the rain, stuff like that. I heard that like, wow, that was an amazing album. I love that album out though, man. Like we mentioned in the um Old school show, 2000 Billboard. Adele was killing it back to back with 21 and 25. So it was like, yo, like then we had 25 with Hello and stuff like that. 25 was not my favorite Adele, but it was still a good album, you know. And then then she got married, she had a kid, she got divorced. I think she, I'm not, sure, I think she had um, stroke cancer, but then she got better because someone had her voice at one point. Then, then she got better after that. Then she came out with 30, which I didn't fully finish 30. I didn't listen to the whole album of 30. But, but yeah, this is already doing amazing numbers. And I actually remember that time about the, the, the Grammy between Beyonce and um and Adele. I did Lemonade, Beyonce Lemonade and Adele 25 for album of the year and the Grammys. I'm not gonna mention who I wanted to win, but yeah. But um, now I, I love Adele though. I do, I love Adele, and I I, I love Adele, man. Very, very talented artist, man. Very talented. What about you, buddy? Adele blew everybody away, man. You you have nothing negative to say about Adele. Like, I tell you. Rolling in the Deep, Somebody Like You, those songs, classic. Hello, classic. Like, yeah. And it's like, you can't, you can't hate on it. You just, you just can't hate. Like, she was number one on the charts for many years, consecutive years for a reason for the Ooh, album. Yeah, for real. The album was number one on the charts, not the songs. Album. Yeah, the album. Yeah. For that, was that the Billboard 200? So, um, yeah, like she's killing it and very talented, very blown away. Like, tell you that she was on top of her game as a. Um, it's an R&B artist for Rose. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, Adele, she is still killing it now with 30, so... Yeah, man. And, um... Yo, this was a good conversation, y'all. Nah, this was a really good conversation. I'm glad that we got it. Thank y'all both for coming on the show. Miss Bonna B, Star Ride and Ride. Thank y'all both for coming on the show, man. It's been an amazing conversation, you know. Of course. You know, we got big thing coming real soon. We won't announce it yet, but big thing coming. So, but mm-hmm. before you go, Vinawell, I need you to do a job on social media and everything where everybody can reach you. Well, follow me on Instagram, Vana, V A at N A underscore B E E, literally Vana B. Um, and then we can go from there. And I'm working on my um, relaunch of my hair business and other things. So, but definitely follow me on social media again. V A and as a Nancy and as a Nancy as an Apple underscore B E E. And then follow me, and then we go from there. Okay, nice, nice. All right, before you, Roddy, before you, you answer the, the same thing, I want you to tell us about Cigarette Ashes. That's a song that, you know, we play an independent artist at the end of the show. So tell us about Cigarette Ashes, Roddy. Well, me and They Call Me Miley Mal made the song. Miley Mal wrote it, and 
he bought me the amazing beat and I did the I did the hook. And once I did the hook, he was blown away. And that was it. We just went to the studio and put it on wax. Didn't really take that much takes for me to go in there and put that wax on this the song. And it just came out amazing. I wasn't born to be a loser. I'm all about winning. Don't end up in the casket, cigarette ashes. Like it's really, it's really an inspirational chorus telling you that you know you can win. Don't let nobody beat you down. No, that's basically what the chorus is saying. No. Okay, nice, nice. So we gonna play that at the end of the show. Roddy, drop this social media where everybody can reach you. You can follow me at on IG at the star Roddy Rod. Now I'm gonna play out the star. But Roddy Rod is R. O D D Y R O D. Yeah. Okay, night. Thank y'all again. Also, check both of them out on the Old School Show, the last episode where we talk about 80s and 90s popular zip car. It's a real fun episode. Check us out. And yeah, thank you, and we'll be right back. Hello everybody, this is your boy Ken, aka Mr. Gemini with the Gentleman Like the Podcast and the Premier Boy Podcast. And Nick Commercial is brought to you by the Premier Boy Podcast. Where four people do where we talk about anything about the culture. You know, host by myself, Ken, aka Mr. Gentleman, Mr. Aaron Sands from King Topic Aaron Sands, the Star Riding Ride, who is also my co-host of the Old School Show, and Long Live the Chief Molly Bell. And we talk many topics. From politics, music, sex, love, relationships, and many more. And also every topic that's going on in the news right now, many of our topics are very controversial. And the podcast show might not be for everybody because we talk about many explicit content. And yeah. So if y'all decided to check out the show, y'all be one because y'all might need a drink or two. And yeah, because this podcast is so crazy. I'm shocked they had not got canceled yet. So if y'all are looking forward to looking to the Premier Boy Podcast, check it out on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Our Radio, many more. Each and every Wednesday at 12 a.m., you can check out the Premier Boy Podcast with myself, Mr. Aaron Sands, Star Riding Rod, and Long Little Chief Miley Mal. This is your boy Ken, aka Benjamin. Have a good day and night wherever you're listening to this episode. Now back to the show. I just want to take time to thank everybody for tuning in to the new episode of The Gentleman Like That Podcast Presents, a conversation about this podcast. Thank you to my special guest, the bro, the star riding ride, and Miss Bonner B for coming on the show. It was a fun conversation. It's always good to have y'all on the show. And y'all, y'all can see more of them, of course. So, yeah. And y'all already know where I'm at every Wednesday. The premiere with podcast with myself, Mr. Aaron Sands. Star Riding Ride, Long Live the Chief Mighty Mel. New episode every Wednesday at 12 a.m. on all streaming platforms except Spotify. Also, check out my bro show, King Talk with Aaron Sands, with the bro Aaron Sands. I'm executive producer of that show. New episode every Friday. Well, actually, this, episode, this week, 
We dropping two episodes, Keep Talk. One episode on Wednesday for the one-year anniversary episode. And we got the season two finale this Friday. So check out, just support the bro, King Talk with Aaron Sanders. Um, two new episodes this week. Yeah. And y'all already know where I'm at every Sunday. Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. We on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Good Pods, and many more. We are not on Spotify at the moment. But the way things going, I'm not sure if I want to get back on Spotify. But if we do manage to get back on Spotify, of course, I will let y'all know. So, yeah. Also, look out for the spin-off shows. With the gentleman at the podcast presents the old school show. Myself and the Star Rider Ride. New episode every fourth or fifth Sundays at 12 a.m. With the gentleman at the podcast presents a conversation about the podcast. New episode every first Sunday at 12 a.m. Every first Sunday at 12 a.m. Also, season five return next week. And we got a special guest on next week's episode for season five, episode nine. So, well, actually, we got two episodes I'm dropping next week. Episode episode nine and episode ten next week. Episode nine, we got a special guest for episode nine. Episode ten is the Valentine's Day episode. So, two episodes next week. I'm with the gentleman, like the podcast, so day two for that. Um, y'all already know I'm on good pot still. So, um, you know, rate my rate my show. So listen to the show, subscribe on there, follow me on Good Ken, Mr. Gentleman. Right now we are currently number two on Mr. Gen- on Good Pod right now, but Jim, that's the is currently number two on the charts. We are currently number think number in the number thirteen, I think. Fourteen on top one hundred. Help us get back to number one. Help me get back to number one on society and culture. And let, and let me get to number one on top one hundred as well. Support me on Good Pod. Um, don't forget the rough site on Mr. Gentleman like the pocket coming real soon. The merch store on Mr. Gentleman like the pocket is coming real soon. If you want to be a guest on all shows on Mr. Gentleman like the podcast, the old school show, you conversation about news and date night talk. Y'all can email me a bio about yourself and everything that you do to my email, Ken YPGNT at gmail.com Ken YPGENT at gmail.com Follow me on IG Ken underscore Mr. Gentleman I repeat Ken K-E-N underscore Mr. M-R Gentleman G-E-N T-L-E-M-A-N Um Yeah, y'all And also February 20th major announcement about Date Night Talk Podcast Major announcement about Date Night Talk Podcast on the man finale episode of the Gentleman Night the Podcast. So I need y'all to listen so you ever know about release date. Um special um co-host, new co-host and many more. It's February 20th, y'all. And y'all, thank you for listening to the episode. Have a good day at night wherever you're listening to this episode. This the Star Roddy Rod. And you are now listening to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Play this record as frequently as possible. I wasn't born to be a loser. I'm all about winning. You can take a lot of attitude to the man. Yeah. Don't act.